Who's recording? I am. Pretty cool. I got the keys. Tony. What is his name? Lois can never have Superman's baby. Ah, yes. Incredible Hulk melon body. Hey, I tried to teach you how to handle comics in the sixth grade, but oh no, you wanted to play little dude instead. Aquaman's a hero! What's better than number one looks like? I guarantee you blows the load back to Sean. Thank you, Trisha. We now return you to Robin Boy Wonder. The only way he could bang regular chicks is with a kryptonite condom. That would kill him. Fantastic Forum. Assemble. You're listening to Fantastic Forum, All Games Radio's premier comic book show, and your live daily show about comic books. We are the Fantastic Forum, coming to you live and direct from All Games Studio Los Angeles. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night, as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you should stick with us. We'll help you take it up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building. On Skype, he is our intrepid senior reporter. He's next in line for the cowl. He is our resident Dark Knight detective. He's Oz. I just got this all perfect, too. <laughs> Next. He's our riddle inside of an enigma trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him. You love him anyway. He is our silent assassin, Jay. Hey, what's up? Next. The backbone, the pillar, the strength of Fantastic Forum, our nigh invulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. What's up? And as for myself, my name is Lawrence Young. They call me Mary Young. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. Uh, we got a great show for you today. We're going to be giving you reviews of the comic book Die, 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 number one. We're also going to be talking to you about Crowded, number one. Uh, and we'll be bringing you the latest and greatest in comic book news as well. Uh, and of course, whatever else it is that you all want to talk about. Uh, and we'll tell you how to do that in one moment. But first, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, All Games Radio, the All Games Radio Network, and of course you all, the All Games community, for allowing us this time, equipment, opportunity, and ability to talk about this medium that we love oh so much, which are comic books. So if you want to get down with Fantastic Forum, here's how you do it. Want to get in on the action? Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at allgames.com slash live. Join the party. You know you want to. You're two seconds early. Oh, I know I want to. <laughs> so, sorry, intern. Didn't mean to talk over you. Oh, my God. Not the fail horn. Okay. <laughs> Oh, there, it is. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Anyway, so uh, also with us today, we have a special guest, friend of the show, 
uh, I guess is it light lifelong friend to Moses Magnum? Pretty much. It's right. Yeah, uh, pretty much. Or what? There what, it is. Twenty five years in. Or? Exactly. Yeah. At Shout that point, at that point, you're not you're not even friends anymore. You're family, right? All his penis. <laughs> exactly. There it is. Lloyd is on the line with us. What up, Lloyd? What's up, guys? I got my weed, I got my whiskey, and I'm ready to talk nerdy. That's awesome. That's awesome, man. I feel like it's been way too long uh, since we've had the opportunity to talk to you, or at least I, since I have had the opportunity. I'll speak for I know, myself. Yeah. I don't Definitely know. I don't know when the last time you talked to all these other gentlemen are, but or, or what was, but I know that you and I haven't gotten the chance to catch up in a while. So happy to have yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, and it sucks. There's no Comic Con now, so we won't even get to hang out there. Because <sighs> last time I hung out with Lloyd was Comic Con. Yeah. yeah, I could usually rely on that to at least see you guys once a year. Right. Right. So listen, that let's let's not look. I don't. I don't want to talk about the fact there's no Comic Con until new comic books come back out again. Good call. Because when, when new comic books start coming back out, then I'll be able to deal with the fact that Comic Con's not happening. I can't do it all at once. Like it, it. I had a meeting earlier today, like for my for my like other job, and the the fact that no Comic Con was happening this year was brought up, and I can't tell you like. It was like, I felt like, I think the word is sad. <laughs> it's like, I feel, I feel it so, so seldom <laughs> that I'm just like, just a profound kind of like, oh, jeez. You're like Dr. Manhattan trying to feel emotions that you don't right. understand. Right, I have to, have to suss it this? out. What is this sadness? The, the positive side, I'm pretty good with, you know what I'm saying? Happy, like, it, like, it. Like or when I forget, like when I'm getting uh like curious like all that stuff, you know, proud, like these are things that I deal with and understand, you know, very intricately. But when I'm like, man, I'm like, no Comic Con, huh? Okay, that's rough. Anyway, uh, first before we do going further, I I feel I should check. No, are we recording? Yeah, I'm recording. Okay, look, don't 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 say it like it's not happened before. What do you mean? Continue. I think you should just punch him in the throat, Mo. Yeah, I mean, he just needs to tell it. me when I forgot to record. <laughs> oh, uh, a few days ago when you and Joe were talking. And yeah, like, no, I, I didn't re- forget. It didn't record. It, it corrupted the file. That's different. Oh, oh yeah, technology. Yeah. Gotcha. Exactly. Just like how you didn't test out your, your fucking... Your, your, your soundboard. Hey, we do it live. Yeah, fuck it. What? 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 What is all this negativity? No. <laughs> what happens when we don't have a comic con to unload ourselves in? Ah, Jay, say something. Save the show. Um. <laughs> that was perfect. Must be clutch, Jay. Do it. Do it now. Uh, well, you know, if you're on Comixology, you can get some new stuff. 
What can you get new on Comixology? Well, I'd have to look it up, but some <laughs> stuff is just coming out. I will take it. Good job, Jay. Yes. I'm looking at the chat. Uh, Hex says, happy birthday, Mo. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, for those of you that, that don't know, uh, yesterday was Cinco de Mayo. So if, if you uh, celebrated, you were actually celebrating Moses yesterday. <laughs> but there were some places that were, I know, like, it, it's so crazy because I was looking, uh, you know, talking to other people again during this work meeting. And, of course, some of those people just went out yesterday. And I was just like, wow, these fools are just out, huh? Okay. Out like, where? I mean, look, they, they, these are like the, the people that I was meeting with are all across the country. So they were in states that are oh, open. Yeah, I'll be free. I'll be free, my friend. I'll be free. Yeah, enjoying or, that freedom. Right, exactly. You'll 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 enjoy it while you can, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, geez, man, it's crazy out here. Like the idea, yeah, it still baffles me that the country is not on the same page with this thing. Yeah, but whatever. Whatever. So anyway, um, so yeah, it, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna talk about comic books and comic book adjacent things. Um, I mean, Lloyd, obviously, I know that you know if you called in, you called in for a reason. I don't know if you want to kick things off and you know talk to us about what it is that. That, you well, know, yeah, honestly, is, I, I really just called in because it was Mo's birthday. You know, oh. it made me thinking. I was like, "Oh man, I forgot." Like, I, you know, it's been a minute. Wanted to catch up, and then I thought about the show. It was like Wednesday, perfect. So, Third, okay, um, there it is. Look, but that's, that's more than I a good bring, enough reason to call. I can bring some some positive comic book energy to the whole quarantine situation because for me, this has actually been kind of like a renaissance for me when it comes to my comic book reading. Obviously, I have a lot more time to read comics and kind of just kind of opened up my motivation to go back and read shit that I just haven't read, you know, just like full runs. And uh, Well, I just finished um, going through uh, Doom Patrol, the Grant Morrison run. Oh, wow. Um, I hear that's like the that's the one, right? That's the one for that. It's still fucking crazy. But, (laughs) you know. I'm glad I can see, like, I'm glad I did it, because I can. it made me appreciate the show more. I still mm-hmm. feel like the show was a little bit more of, um, like, accessible package. The The book, it's, like, really fucking abstract and weird, and I kind of yeah. zoned out. It's like that Grant Morrison effect where you just kind of zone out sometimes. And you're just like, what? what is even, what is he talking about? I mean, um, it's interesting, because sometimes he'll just write, like, just really grounded good stories that have some interesting twists here and there and sometimes it'll just be like like i mean what am i missing here because i don't understand what's happening <laughs> yeah like i don't understand the words sometimes like the, 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 <laughs> they seem sometimes they're intentionally jumbled and you're like okay but i didn't enjoy it i'm like i'm, I'm kind of like liking the fact that i can go back i'm really just using the um, dc universe app for the most part and kind of going off shit that I find on there, like yeah. uh, 
I didn't. I, I didn't read Heroes in Crisis. I just finished reading that on there because they just they just unloaded it. Yeah. Uh, although I should say it's kind of it kind of pissed me off actually with the way the DC universe does this because I love it and then yeah. I fucking hate it at the same time because Why they'll do you give hate you it? because of when they pull some bullshit. So like. <laughs> I, I expect it, for example, like, um, you know, the book Naomi, the Bendis book? Yes. They, upload, they uploaded the, that, and I was like, oh, dope, because I didn't read that when it came out. But, of course, it's just the first four issues of a six-issue run. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. So they got me, because I read those first issues. They were fucking awesome. I was like, all right, I'm going to order the, the trade, and I got the trade. And then wow. I'm starting Heroes in Crisis, and I'm like, okay, cool. It's like a nine-issue run. They have the first eight issues. No way. And they haven't put out the last the one yet? Last... <laughs> well, no, they released it all as one. So it's not even like... Oh, they're just tricking you to buying it. They're just trying, they're just trying to get me to buy it, which that I did not fall for. I'm like, I'm going to try to find a review copy of it's that It's also one. like the, the site has like a merch section. Like they could sell the, those comics there and... Even if you're not up for it, but it's like you know what? I just want to read that one issue. You that you could buy it there, whether physical or digital. But they don't even implement that. Like they they just oh well, if you figure out where you're gonna buy it, especially now under quarantine. That's weird. Yeah, they're like like just why would they it not? Out. Why would they not go ahead and pull the trigger on that? Like and honestly, like why not? Like for for I I get the idea that okay, hey, give them a little taste, and then let them you know. You have to pay for the next hit. I get that. But why do so many? Why four out of six issues as opposed to like the first two or maybe the yeah. first three? I get it too, but it's like the whole point is these are not new comics. Right. So like Heroes in Crisis like they should all be up. two, three years ago. Yeah, look, look, the funny thing is I actually, I, I lent a friend uh, Heroes in Crisis and just got it back recently. And so I, I literally have the whole stack of them like sitting right across from me. And I, I when you said it like that and they didn't give you the last issue, it, it broke my heart. Like I like I was like, if I could give you issue nine through the phone, I would. Yeah, dude, especially because that eighth one and that's when all the crazy shit really oh, hits yeah. the fan. Oh yeah. And then they're like, Okay, bye. That's that's it. Good yeah. luck. That's that's criminal. Like that doesn't make any sense to me where it's like I, I personally don't feel like half of a series is the way to go in regards to like letting people preview. But yeah, like the first couple issues is not bad. I think here, like you read the first two issues of Heroes in Crisis, it'll get you interested enough that you're probably going to say, well, I would like to read the others, the next issue. Like, you know. Yeah, but it's a really cool I, I premise understand. and it was like really well written and everything. Mm hmm. And the art's good. Yeah, the art's really good, too. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of dragged out for nine issues. It's like typical DC shit. Like, it didn't need to be nine issues. At, at this point, I'd say that that's the case with both DC and Marvel. Like, I mean, don't mm-hmm. very, very few Marvel... I mean, Marvel maybe is getting a little better in the sense that they don't always make these events as like longer than they need to be. But, but generally speaking, they're both making them... Longer than they need to be. <laughs> yeah. That's why, like, right. also, I'm just like, like, okay, these new these new stories are. It's cool to kind of catch shit that I missed over the last couple years. But really, 
where the the app shines is in the really old stuff where they do put the full run. Like mm-hmm. I, I just saw they had uh, the full Starman run, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I'll go back and reread that. I've never read that. Yeah, man, it's on there. Yeah, have at it. You want new comics? Those are new to you. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, I'm reading so many comics these days. I'm, I'm just loving that aspect of being stuck inside so much. <laughs> Look, this is the upside. It's forced me to reconnect to comics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I can't. I can't say I'm unhappy about that aspect. I, I wish it was. You know, I, I get the idea that it's like you know, when a situation like this puts all of us on pause. It's like. You know, we're all trying to figure out, well, what do we do next? So, or, you know, the good majority of us. So I, I, I understand how that works, you know, but who knows? Like maybe, maybe these books will be enough for you to feel like, hey, maybe I need to cut comic books into the picture, even when you can do, you know, you have all your options open to you. Yeah, just like every, I, like reading every day. I never stopped reading comic books, but like I, I, I go through phases where I'm like reading like significant number every day, and phases where I'll read you know one or two a week. Mm-hmm. And now it's just nice, like I'm just in a rhythm where I'm just like, you know, banging out several books a day, which is just nice. It feels good to kind of reconnect to that enthusiasm. That that does sound awesome. Like I, I wish I could read comics every day. Like, you just gotta make the point of it, man. There's no, you're, you're absolutely right. Time. I mean, technically, I got I got choices. I, but you know what? I will say this. Give yourself a half hour a day. Yeah, yeah. You, and you're right. You're right. Like I, I like you know what my, my big thing is is that I got used to reading comics or, or not not even comics. I got used to when I read, I read at the end of the day, and it, it's a great way to like wind down before I'm ready to go to bed. Mm-hmm. And because of my eye condition. That's not as feasible. So now I have to like form a new habit where I read in the morning because it's yeah, easier sucks. for me to read, especially like when we're talking about um, like it's easier for, for me to read in natural light. Maybe that's the best way to say it. It's like, you know, I can read like to the light of, you know, whatever, like artificial light is in the room but it's it's not as as uh it, it's a it's more effort and so which honestly you know if i was being well, i don't want to say if i'm being honest with myself what i will say is that's that idea or that that concept and what i know that that truth about myself is probably the number one reason why i probably should be reading digital comics as opposed to print comics but i'm hard-headed in this one area like that's 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 probably the only place where i'm like ah no i'll i'll just read print comics during the day yeah you're like a graphics whore say what you're like a graphics whore i'm is that what i am yeah because it's like i gotta read it on paper like those people that only listen to music on vinyl <laughs> hey, there it is. I yeah. listen, I will I will happily take be be that person in the analogy. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is with you it's a health thing, you know, a physical thing. Yeah. 
So you should you should do what's better for you, physically and for your health. Well, here's the thing: I do that. I don't read at night to, to artificial light, and so far that's meant I've read less comics than I'm used to. Mm-hmm. But what what I what I need to do is just develop the daytime habit of reading. Therefore, I can um, you know read comics the way I want to. And regularly, but you know, I I but I I did read like say for instance the stuff we're talking about today I read digitally, and it was it was good. It was awesome. Oh, I bet, especially with the uh, the tablet, I which bet you know, die, thank die, you, die. I bet die die huh? die was awesome on the tablet. Yeah, no, die, die. I would agree with you on that. Die 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 was awesome on the tablet. Yeah. I've been doing so much reading on the tablet. I've just really come... I was really resistant, so I definitely hear where you're coming from for so yeah. long. But once I just, you know, kind of embraced it and went all in, I, I really started to see, like, a lot of the benefits of reading on it. Especially, like, being able to digitally zoom in and, like, see extra detail. I really like that. See, I don't like... And if you, for your eyes, I would think that would be really helpful, too. For that, I could see that being helpful for his eyes, but I don't like the zooming in part. I just, I just get my tablet's like a decent sized screen, screen where I could see everything. On the smaller tablet I have, that one sometimes I have to zoom in, and I, I don't like it. If the letter doesn't do it right, then I have to zoom in. So you do like the whole page, or do you pa- do panel by panel? No, here? no, I do whole page. Yeah, it feels more like a comic that way. Yeah. Especially when it's the right size and right proportions. Like the one, my smaller one is the exact like proportions almost. I think it's a seven inch tablet and it's, just, oh, wow. it's, it's small. Like I can hold it in one hand, like I would a comic and then just flip it like that. And it's, it's great. But when sometimes the, the, the letter gets a little too creative with the font, I got to zoom in and I hate that. Doing it panel by panel has worked only for one comic for me and it was um it was hellboy <laughs> the the one that we talked about last week mm-hmm. when i bought it like because dark horse didn't isn't powered by comiXology so they have a different reader and all mm-hmm. they really did was just fit each panel to the screen on your phone so it's like one issue is like a 300 page comic but it's just one panel at a time it just feels like you're reading a bunch but for that particular book the panels stand on their own like even though they're in a sequence they're brilliant on their own and it worked for the phone every other comic i've tried it like that it's been a little little tricky like it's been hit or miss i think there is kind of like there's some art to how the comic is how it actually is digitized because there are some dis- creative decisions that go into it like yeah some of the readers will like when you do panel by panel view, it'll kind of the screen will simulate the movement of your eyes. So if it, if it's left to right panel, the the screen will affect like it's sliding left to right. So you kind of get the 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 visual sensations if your eye is kind of moving across the page. And then like when they know strategically when to zoom out for for panel for pages that really do need to be appreciated in full page view, the panel by panel view can really kill that. But if they kind of pace it well in terms of 
how they do the zooming in and zooming out, it can actually create its own kind of cool effect in terms of how you you get the story. So it does. That's so like, like there's a the, spectrum of quality with the guided view. Yeah, with the guided view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Personally, I'm all about the guided view. Now, I will say though too that it's interesting because, um, like the the other aspect of it that, and, and I've mentioned this on the show before too, is that you know, I mean, a lot of artists do the art digitally anyway, and so yeah. when you're watching it or reading it on a tablet or on a screen, it's giving you basically the probably the truest representation of what the artist was trying to convey. And it's not to say that, you know, the the printed page is being a huge detriment because, you know, paper quality is super high these days in just in, in most any comic. But, you know, if your artist, I mean, obviously it's still a translation. And so if your artist did it on a screen and that was how he drew it, when you see it on a screen, that's probably the closest you're going to get to what the artist actually wanted you to see as opposed to, you know, uh, reading it on a page. However, it's like, I know for myself, it's like, I, I'll take a printed comic over a digital one any day of the week still. And, you know, I just have to train myself to read comics in the morning. Yeah, I'm with you on that, but... I'm a cheap bastard these days, and having the DC Universe app and just having that, you know, yeah. huge ass library, I'm like, this no. is what I'm doing for comics these days. Abs- absolutely, yeah, you're technically already paying for them. That's why it sucks that they teased you like that. They right. tickled your ass with a feather yeah. like that. Like they, they just <laughs> you're paying for it. The service, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a good price. I'm happy to pay it because I do the annual, so it's. By month, it's pretty good considering that I use it every day. But I need that Doom Patrol to start. Right. And that's, like, I was saying, like, I remember when we, we first did the Doom Patrol, I mean, the, the DC Universe app, and we were watching, I think Doom Patrol is the first thing we were watching, right? Or no. Titans. Titans. Oh, I forgot about Titans. I, You know what? Well, I forgot about Titans because I, I didn't watch a lot yes. of it. <laughs> But Doom Patrol is the first thing I watched at length, and I know when I finished watching Doom Patrol, which, you know, to this day, I'm like, this was the best thing the app had to offer, in my opinion, was, you know, they were like, hey, if you liked Doom Patrol, you can see more of Doom Patrol here, and they gave us, like, two, they showed us two animated series where you can watch Doom Patrol, and they're like, oh, and over here, and they gave you, like, the comics that Doom Patrol's in, and and Uh its own comic itself, and I'm just like, oh, that's awesome, like, like that should be like that's the the first thing that I've seen that I'm like this is what sets the DC Universe app apart from everything else because they're like oh you like those characters well like you know they basically gave you everything that you could see them in in other mediums um except that yeah. I don't think they did the other that they, they didn't do that TV show right cuz that what was that they were in um was it Legends of Tomorrow what was it what, what was the other show they were in it was Titans. Oh, it was Titans. They did actually do that then. Yeah, right. you're right. Yeah, so that's good stuff. I'm happy with it. They, I just renewed, actually. My first year was up, and I was happy to renew. 
I'm getting good value out of it. Do you watch that like fantasy villain fight? No. Have you? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like people talking about who would be I don't even who. know about it. Yeah, like that's what see for me the alerts I get. I was like, oh, new programming, and it's these people like the villain beatdown, and it's just brackets like fantasy football or something. And it's yeah, like, I don't watch any of that. That's yeah. like their um their host hosted content. Well, that I they think, do. I think this one is even more like a slideshow thing. I never seen it, but it's like I get mad every time I see that because it's like this is what I'm paying for this app for, like, <laughs> and you know it's so like. The comics is cool, but they don't have a lot of content, really, just old shit, which is, you know, some of it is cool, but I would, if it was just for that, I'd cancel it after I rewatched everything, yeah? Yeah. Harley Quinn's pretty good. I'm pretty happy with that, too. The show. Yeah. It's, It's a crime, though, that all the other stuff isn't on it, like all the stuff that are, like the fact that you can't watch... All of the other shows and like some of the animated stuff that comes out, at least after a certain amount of time, at the very least. Like, don't get me wrong; I'm not saying everything has to debut on DC Universe because I understand be you know nice. you still got to make your money. But you know, it's interesting that you can't watch a lot of the. I mean, after a certain amount of time, you would think that, like, say, the animated movies would come on there. Or after a reasonable amount of time, maybe. Yeah, say it. especially since Disney is doing that. Like, Rise of Skywalker just came on Disney Plus. Right. They made their money. They made their DVD money for a right. little bit, and then they put it on a service. Right. And that's the way. That's the way it should be. Like, you know, why? Why can't you watch like Watchmen on DC Universe? I mean, you can't. You can't. That's now, on there. The movie. Oh no, the, the movie, but I'm there. talking about the TV series. Oh, yeah. oh HBO. Well, because you're gonna have that on HBO, like on the other one. But yeah, I mean, it'd be nice to have. It could be both. on both. Yeah, I mean, everything on DC is gonna be on on HBO, so might as well. Mm-hmm. It's a one way relationship. It's fucked yeah. up. Right. Yeah. So wild times, but anyway. So, uh, folks, you all want to talk about some comics? You ready? Yeah, man. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, let's start with Die, Die, Die. Cool. So, uh, I've been talking about this past week or so about how uh, I bought comics from, well, the lady that played Deborah Page in Daredevil complained about not being able to get work and then then i saw that she's selling comics on ebay and i bought a uh, uh, 10 covers 10 alternate covers of die 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 number one so i bid <laughs> on it and i bought it i'm like oh this is cool like we've been talking about it in the news yeah i'll buy this comic it'll be for the show so it'll be tax deductible and then uh yeah so and it was for charity so it turned out it was for charity not for the bank account so but i'll put it in chat right now the the actual comics i got because it's 10 alternate covers but all the covers look the same (laughs) so it's right there all 10 laid out it just they just have different captions in the word bubbles on the on each cover the original cover is the first one i posted that didn't have any word bubbles 
So I got nine with word bubbles and one with no word bubbles. But <clears throat> the comic was is written by Scott Gimple and Scott M. Gimple and Robert Kirkman. Uh, Chris Burnham is the artist, and he does a great job in this book. And Nathan Fairbairn too. He does the colorist. He's he does. It, this is a well put together book. I can see it being one of those comics that is made by for uh you know translating to other media uh, it feels like one of those but it's still pretty good in its own right um it's a story about these assassins that work for the government elite like the shadow government and they kind of keep everything balanced by killing people uh you know assassinations and shit like anywhere from a another prime minister or, or president like relative or something that's causing some damage or just a guy trying to <laughs> rally his neighborhood to not build a train rail that goes through a school, you know? Um, but it's not even about that. That's just a little background of this book. And it's really about one of those assassin guys getting us attacked and then they chop off his nose they send his nose to his employer which is a senator and he gets basically taken away and they sell him i guess for people to kill him or something that because you know people want to kill him and they found him and so they're they're selling him off and one of his partners is set on with the task of getting him back without having to buy him and he goes to his brother's house the brother of the guy that got taken away and he says oh it's about your brother and then he says which one and then they reveal there's there's three of them <laughs> mm. so it's going to get interesting and uh and yeah it was a nice it felt like a long book like when you hold it it's it feels thick and i didn't even count the pages it read so smoothly but i think it's just printed on higher quality paper and that if you're gonna buy physical comics and something has a high quality paper and, and good weight to it for a regular comic book it's a, it's a nice experience because you get really like you don't feel like it's bending <laughs> when you open it you know mm -hmm. so I, I was really taken in by that and then the way the printing was done and the art it was all good uh story itself i, I want more but that's that's a good number one and uh yeah a lot, lot of blood a lot of gore <laughs> I could see Larry. He's like, man, I should have. There's one page when the guy gets his nose cut off. Yeah. And I could imagine Larry's like, man, I should have read this at night so I couldn't see it. <laughs> uh, see, I I read this on the tablet, so it wouldn't matter. Yeah. But I was I was. Uh, definitely, like when they got to that scene, I was like, oh, like with that panel, just like, I was like, oh, this dude, I felt bad for him. Some of the wit in this story is too when they when they receive the nose and they show it to his partner, he's like, here, open this. And he goes, no, I don't want to open this because it's always something crazy and I don't want to look at it. And he ends up, opening, right. like, it's a nose. It's like, I can see that playing well in a TV show or movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. And it's, it's one of these things, like, this was one of these books where I was like, man, I love comics. Yeah. You know, where it's just like, because it's one of those things where it's like, 
Yeah, somebody definitely could have written this script as a TV show or something like that. Um, I mean, maybe not. I mean, obviously, the, the I guess it, a, a comic could be in half an hour TV show, right? Yeah. It could be, maybe. Yeah. But um, it, I could totally see somebody like reading this as a script and maybe not thinking that it should become a, a TV show or a movie. But what you put into a comic book and they read this, then all of a sudden they're like, oh, you know what? We should make this into a movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But, it, yeah, it was a great book, man. I, I really enjoyed it. It had a, a, a great pacing to it. The art was awesome. Uh, the characters were interesting. And you don't even learn that much about a lot of people. But, you know, but but it does its own sh- fair share of world building and it just kind of drops these little characters into it, but all, all just enough for you to be like, okay, you know, I would like to know more. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Tiger Clown chat commenting on my 10 covers. He goes, what, what's with the battle chaser switch game on there? Um, well, I got them all in one shipment. So when I opened it and took the pictures, it was there. Sorry to offend. You. Is this is this planned as an ongoing or is it a limited series? Um, I'm pretty sure it's limited, but like one of those like thirty issue things. Um, I didn't read up on it to see what. Like, you said thirty issues? I think so. It's one of those like kind of like uh, Outcast, you know? Yeah. So I think it's kind of like that, but who knows? I mean, I, let's see here. It doesn't say here on Image.com. It, it just says first volume trade paperback but it doesn't say if it's ongoing they're on issue 12 now but i don't know if that's the finale let's see here this th- and if uh, this came out 2018 yeah is when it started yeah okay so it kind of either did like the bi-monthly thing or just um had a couple delays somewhere along the line or something like that if i mean we don't know when issue 12 came out like it could be the last one yeah yeah no it it could be like that's what but if it came out 2018 it like i mean it it's definitely been more than a year yeah according to die 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 dot fandom dot com there's only two issues out die 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 dot fandom what is that i don't know it's like a wiki page Oh, <laughs> yeah. So I, I, let's see. Let's see. Maybe Comicsology. No, no. Image Comics Apple. Tell me. Yeah. Um. Uh, did you, uh, uh, Jay? Did you get to read this? No. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, right. I forgot. You, yeah. Never mind. That's my bad. It's all good. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I know for me personally, like, I'm gonna finish the rest of these books, the rest of the series so far. Like, I'll I'll get caught up and and keep reading because, you know, it's just the right amount of uh, political intrigue and, um, like. I honestly, just like I guess, for lack of a better term, like wanton violence, <laughs> for me to be like, ah, you know what? I 
like it, it, it literally strikes like the perfect balance of those two things. So I'm like, okay, I'm in. <laughs> To 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 coin to coin a Moses phrase, right? I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Um, according to ImageComics.com, there's 12 issues, but according to the Image Comics app, there's only 10. <laughs> so, <laughs> what what's happened? I don't know. Did maybe, they come out during the pandemic? What happened? I, yeah, who knows? But <laughs> yeah, so that's what we're where we're at now with 12 and. Um, the first one, Mo Deal, is uh, free on the Image Comics app, and I believe. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah, you can. I believe you can. If you have Amazon, like you could sync into that too. So it's uh, everything is in one place. If you have Comicsology. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. Like, yeah, issue one Mo was definitely deal. enough for me to be like, I want to read all the rest. Mm-hmm. But yeah, what would you? So, what would you rate? What would you rate? Die, die, die. Number one, Moses. I'd give it a four. Yeah. Easily. Yeah, I think I'd give it even four and a half. Yeah, I may even go five if it was like the complete story was this good, like this. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like technically we don't know yeah. where it goes from here, but Te- technically it, we it, don't know if it has ten or twelve issues. <laughs> But I feel I feel very confident that it's going to be a good a good series. So if you're looking for something to read, check out Die 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 Number One. The funny thing is, it has ex- exclamation points, right? Yeah, like that's like a part of the title. Die yeah. Die Die. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, let's talk about crowded. Crowded number one. Is that Jay. The, that crowdfunded comic about the crowdfunded heroes? Oh well, well, look, you're gonna find out. Do you didn't get to read it? Well, we reviewed it like two years ago or something. Oh, did we? I think so. No, oh, okay. I don't. I don't look. I must have not got to read it last time. I don't remember that. Remember it at all? Yeah, yeah me either. Well, let's well tell us tell us about Crowded, Jay. Uh, Crowded number one. It's basically a world where you could crowdfund an assassination, and so a woman that finds herself on an assassination list goes to the Defender app to get a bodyguard, and her bodyguard is a hundred percent successful but lowly rated. And so the first issue is just her, them trying to like figure out a, a working situation and her, the bodyguard trying to figure out why, uh, like trying to get a beat on why she has this insane hit put out on her. Um, it's written by, uh, Christopher Sabella wrote, uh, with pencils by Rose Stein and inks by Ted Brandt and colors by Triona Farrell. And I think one of the interesting things about it is the story actually starts on the inside cover, which is pretty cool. But yeah, 
Um, what did you think, Lawrence? I liked it a lot. Again, this was like another book where I was like, man, I love comics, man. Like, it's so funny because I actually read Crowded first. And it, it got me in that mindset. And then I read Die, Die, Die. And I was like, yeah, like, we're hitting on all cylinders right now. <laughs> you know, but, uh, you know, I think an important thing to mention is that this world that they put you into is um, like basically you can get like apps are everything <laughs> like just about everything that you want or you acquire happens through an app and so you know I mean which I guess you the natural the natural you know, uh, uh, thought process is probably that if you're like, okay, well, if I can get somebody like assassinated through an app, then I guess you would probably, it probably follows that everything less than that you can get through an app too. But the, the book goes out of its way to kind of introduce you to the idea that, you know, hey, yeah, we know that you have things like Uber and Lyft and we know that you like, you know, get, like, your dog walked through an app or whatnot, but they go, like, like, the, 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 or I guess, I don't know, maybe the co-main character is, like, all about the gig economy, and, like, all of her money is made through doing all types of things, whether it's, like, I mean, she sells stuff through apps and, like, rents out stuff through apps and, you know, like talks, like you know, like basically, like rents out her time. There, there was another app. What, what was it called? Um, pal, palerant, palerant. Well, like, like parent, but it's, but with an L. And it's literally like an app where an old person can rent a younger person to spend time with them, so that. You know, like if they have like if their family has died or something like that, or if they like, you know, maybe are strained from their their children or their grandkids don't come visit. You can like be an old person and get a young person to come and hang out with you. And like she literally hangs out with an old guy and helps feed pigeons. And which in which is wild, because I was like, man, like. That works on so not works, but. There's so many levels to that scene where, like, it's literally one panel, but I was like, man, like, this dude, like, doesn't have any family that is either alive or wants to spend time with him. So he's, like, renting a young person to hang out with him. And I'm like, wow, like, that's wild. And the idea that you might be the person, the type of young person that wants to do that for money, you know? <laughs> And it's just like it was there was a lot. It was a lot. And I was like, wow, like that's really interesting. But it sets the tone for this world in which they have the the app that Joe mentions, the the Reaper app, where you can you can basically crowdfund an assassination. It it's wild. Like that's wild. I like I said, I, I don't know, like you know me, I don't have a great memory. 
But I feel like if I had read this book, I would remember it. Right. And so, uh, oh, go ahead, Jay. That's actually like a cool thing they do with some of the panels where they, uh, the what is it? The sound effects are like actually integrated into this into what's happening. Yeah. Like uh, this, uh, the girl throws her coffee at someone, and like the coffee like spells out splash. Yeah. Which they do some fun stuff like that. And, like there's yeah. a fool written in an explosion. Yeah. You know, they do kind of cool shit like that. And I like yeah. the art style too. It's like a cartoony, but not too cartoony. Like cartoony enough to be really expressive, but still serious. Like still enough to be like kind of serious. Like when people are getting shot, it feels like they're getting shot. Yeah. Yeah, it, it almost has like. I mean, it it, it has like. A, a vibe to it that feels very animated but at the same time very adult and so it just which I mean honestly kind of strikes the tone for it really really perfectly like and the two like the two lead characters uh, are pretty great like they're very different but they play off each other really well and it just kind of feels like like a um like it's gonna be an interesting ride like this is also another book where i was just like i want to read all of these like i i, I like right. be- because it w- like not only does it kind of set things up in a way where it's like okay can this person can can this uh uh like bodyguard actually keep this person alive despite the high price on our head and you know that you know everybody's trying to cash in on on her death but then it also kind of puts out the mystery there too well not kind of it puts out the mystery too of like who is this person and why have all these people come together to put so much money forward that she's like the premier bounty like in like period it's like what did she do how did this happen because you know the way she plays it is like i don't you know i don't know i don't know i i don't know there's no reason that people would want me dead and and right spend this much money to make sure that i don't live anymore and you know they kind of play with that a little bit where it's like okay does she not know or is she just pretending like she doesn't know and it could go either way, but but no matter whether she's pretending or not, it's kind of like I, you know, I kind of I want to know, like what, why are all these people trying to make sure that she's dead? Because it's literally right. like the the Reaper app is literally like a crowd funded assassination app, and 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 the way that they make it. The way they talk about it in the book is like, okay, like usually if you're like 
somebody in the media or a politician that does something wrong, it's like, you know, people will go ahead and and put you up on this app. And those are the people that have like these high bounties because, you know, they're public figures and enough people know who they are and what they've done that they're like, yeah, we should kill that guy. But generally speaking, when it comes to like, you know, your run of the mill kind of offenses, it's like, okay, well, those bounties are usually pretty low because nobody even backs them because they're just like, well, dude, that's your personal stuff going on. And and she thinks of herself in that vein. And so it's kind of like, well, where disconnect? Like, is she lying or did she do something and did it inadvertently and therefore like without her knowledge made herself a target. So yeah, it's it's really interesting. I, I can't wait to read the rest of it. Yeah. So Mo, is this the same story? Like do you remember reading this? Yeah. I don't, I didn't read it then either, but I remember <laughs> I remember it now. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Mo, you should you should really consider reading this. It's yeah. a good book. Yeah, no, I, I wait. I so who you said we reviewed it, but yeah. you weren't one of the ones that read it, read it. No, like who? who I thought who it was. It? I, well, I think it was pretty much how you guys did it today. Like, I, I that's I remember having hearing that conversation about that book. It's weird. Are you certain you're just not remembering the future? No. I haven't done that in years. <laughs> so you're saying me and Lawrence read this before and gave pretty much the same review back then that we did today? I think it was a little more insightful this time around, but yeah, I think I think so. Because I remember even asking, yeah, I don't know. I, I got to find it. I got to see. I don't know. Like some, I don't talk to anybody else about comics, so nobody else could have told me about this in a review format. But... Yeah, it's weird. See, that's like like now. When did this book come out, Jay? Uh, twenty eighteen. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Like, if I had read this book, like, say it came out twenty eighteen. Eighteen. Whoa. Whoa. Okay, Oz. He, are you gonna if we had talked, oh, hold on. Oz, we had, are you going to be able to play the heavy metal minute? I guess not. No, I'm sure you guys can hear me. Oh, oh lord! <laughs> I'm gonna we're take that as a no. Yeah. Oh, so don't you don't hear me? I mean, we, we hear, hear you, you, but you're like we're just we're you're all reverbed up. Yeah. Your 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 sound bubbles pulsating. I'm sorry, Ben. So, but I guess what I'm saying to you is, um, or what I was trying to say, Mo, is, you know, if I had read this when it came out and forgot oh, about heck. it, like in 2018, I, I could see that as a possibility just because, you know, I got a crappy memory and it's a really good book. I really felt like I would remember it, but it's possible. But 
for me and Jay to forget about it. Like that seems really, especially like in that short of a time. Like if if Jay read it in 2018, I feel like he would remember it in 2020. If it was like 2015 or something like that, then I could be like, oh yeah, maybe we both forgot. But I don't know, man. Like maybe it was another book that has a similar premise. Is that possible? Burr put the episode in chat. Damn, really? It already, yeah. I was, I was yeah. scrolling down looking at it. Let's see. The heck helps us with the review of Image Comics Crowded Number One. Wow. Like, do you remember the heck? That's wild. Damn, well, there you go. Well, listen, I, don't I blame you, it. Jay. Well, it, that no, might be my fault. Yeah, no, well, it might be one of those things where if it was Heck that reviewed it, then you guys technically didn't read it, right? Oh, oh, Heck reviewed it? He says here that the Heck helps us with a review of Crowded Number One. So usually when I type it like that, it's a book that he he started talking about. And then I misspelled my own name in the archive. <laughs> Oh wow! So wait, so did you and Heck review no, it, or was it just Heck? It might have been just Heck. I think it was just Heck. Yeah. Oh, that would make a lot more sense. Yeah, that would make a lot more sense. <laughs> Heck is like, holy fuck! Heck <laughs> says, so "I do remember now." Got it. Okay, so if Heck did it, uh, like as something like, "Oh, I read this and I thought it was awesome," and we didn't get around to reading it. Then that that makes a lot more sense because yeah. I was like, man, like I can't believe I would re- forget reading this awesome book because yeah. I feel like, obviously, like in my mind, I'm like, if I had read this, then I would have just kept re- reading it. Oh, it says here, right. Hex says this was a book where you guys told me to, the week before to read it, so we all read it. Damn, I didn't read it. Yeah, well, you don't count. You were Damn, probably what is Oz well, he was count? probably working that day, August twenty August twenty fifth or whatever, twenty ninth. That's when he works nights. Twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen? Twenty eighteen. Oh, okay. Jeez. You guys gotta go back and actually play the the video or the, the recording to see if you actually did read it though. I, or if you were just supposed to yeah. read it. Look, I need the receipts. Listen <laughs> look, listen to this episode <laughs> next next Wednesday morning at ten. You'll hear. The first review of Crowded Number One. (laughs) Where are the receipts? That's what I'm saying. It's a really cool premise, though. I'm like definitely interested in checking it out. Oh, dude, you're gonna love it, Lloyd. It's a yeah, it's a great. It's it's really interesting. It's kind of a lot. Like, have you are any of you watching this this current season of Westworld? Yes. Yes, they they kind of have a similar idea where they kind of have this crime app, yeah, called Rico. Yeah, so like that's a huge plot device. I thought that was kind of crazy, but this seems like they kind of take that basic premise and then expand yeah. on it with like a an app of the week kind of like they have a lot of potential where they could kind of go in terms of what this world, what their exaggeration of app culture and yeah. looking like. Yeah, in no, different absolutely. ways. Absolutely. And it's so wild because it's one of those things where obviously, I mean, apps have been around and crowdfunding has been around for a while, but it kind of feels like, you know, like the idea of having a crime app 
feels more like a thing that could happen today than it did to me at least in like 2018. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like totally. it's not. Yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting, but it's not that long ago though. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like it's really not. In tech time, it is. Yeah. Burr says, "What <laughs> what would be hilarious is if you guys all hated it two years ago." And he goes in quotes, "What the fuck? A nap for murdering people? What kind of stupid shit is that?" <laughs> that would be hilarious. That would be funny. <laughs> you know, it's really interesting talking about Westworld because that Rico app. I was like, dude, like, I'm really like, I wonder how many people know like about Rico. Like, do people know what? Or like, off the top, do you guys you guys ever heard of a Rico statue? Do you know what that is? Just the way they get the mobsters. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I was like, okay. I don't. I was I'm like, for dumb. me, I'm like, I don't know if that's public. Like, is that general knowledge? I'm like, people are probably just looking at that app and just like, oh, Rico. Like, okay, I don't know why it's called Rico. And I'm like, man, I hope they know what Rico is. That's cool. But I'm not yeah, watching. The app is the extension of organized crime. Right. Tech organized crime. But I'm not watching Westworld. So you're hilarious. <laughs> You better stop. It's not on the DC Universe app. (laughs) I just, I just can't get. I just can't. What are you doing? I just can't get back. (laughs) That's not me. I haven't touched anything. I know what that was. It was you. I don't know what it was. You can't. It's like you came off mute and everything went. Ah. (laughs) Okay. What were you saying, Mo? I'm sorry. Uh, I can't get past episode four of season two of Westworld. Mm. Like I just, I don't know. That season just went too, too weird or too different. Are they in Shogun World at that point? Where no, at? not yet. Get there, dude. Get to that point. Mm. I don't know. It's like, yeah, I, I got. I, I, don't, I don't have time. Maybe if we switch to another. <laughs> if we you are dumb. You don't a, have time. <laughs> If we switch to an all uh, an all Westworld format, maybe I can watch it. Got it. Uh, if it's part of pre-production, yeah, we'll be like West LA World. Too bad it are, the season just ended, so there's nothing left to talk about. I mean, there is for me because I haven't seen it. Oh, all right, what? dude. I'll do a season two recap, retroactive review with you. <laughs> all right. Oh, uh oh. We got a rival podcast already. <laughs> <laughs> Old ass reviews podcast. There it is. West Coast World. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Jay, what would you rate uh, Crowded Number One, man? I would give it a four out of five. I, I would also give this book four and a half out of five. Like, I did. Yeah. It's just, it's a good book. It's like, yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna pick it up for sure. Yeah, read it, read it. Let me check if it's free on the Image Comics app. Check it out. Well, no, the first issue was free on Amazon. Oh, nice. Yeah, this is also another another book where I feel like you know the first issue. I mean, it'll get you hooked. It'll be like, okay, like, let's let's go, let's go on this ride. So cool. All right. So uh, next, should we should we to do well? 
man, what else? Do we have anything else we need to talk about before we get into like heavy metal minute and news? Uh, I don't think so. Cause I mean, none of the stuff that we didn't all watch. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, dude, that's cool. Look, I'm sure there's more than enough news to talk about, and then let's let's do the heavy metal minute, and then we'll talk about some news. Am I gonna hit that? Uh, hit it, Oz. Yeah, go ahead. Fort Smith, Arkansas. Do you know that name? That name is the name of the city that will host the first socially distant, socially distancing based concert. Lower the gate. It says, "Uh, they're playing in the the first concert that has gone on sale at Ticketmaster is." is is for this place. I don't know who, what the band is or anything like that, but it is a pl- the venue of a capacity of 1,100 seats, and they will be reduced to 229 seats, and they'll be separated into what Ticketmaster uh, calls fan pods. So what it is, you buy a bulk of tickets between 2 to 12, then they'll put you in a section, and then they'll distance the next group of people. Accordingly to however many feet or meters or whatever you have to be separated. But yeah, they're also going to be selling uh, face masks. So yeah, people are trying to make money now. They, they got to make money. Got to make that money. Uh, last time we talked, we talked about the Deftones. They teased some music online, and and you know they were supposed to put out a album this summer. Uh, they were going to be on tour with Poppy and Gojira. And they wanted the album to come out at the same time, but since everything's been getting pushed back, it looks like they're going to push back that album. So they teased us with the song last week, and now we have to wait even longer for the album. There's a group of girls called the Hijab Trio. That's what they're calling them online, but they're basically, they're a band called Voice of Bass Support, and they're from someplace in... uh, in Indonesia or something, but they're they're Islamic girls and they wear hijabs, and they found uh, metal. <laughs> they they found out about metal uh, in the teacher's laptop and they loved it and they decided to pl- start a band. Then they started getting death threats and rocks thrown at them, and yeah, it's been getting pretty bad for these teenage girls who love metal. Uh, they still love their religion. And but they love metal, and in a country like the one they're in, they can't do both. But they'll be featured in a <clears throat> documentary. It's already in the festival circuit, if you can believe that, in this time of the pandemic. But it, it, they're already there. People have seen the film. Uh, but it, the, it, the documentary is also called Voice of Vast Support. Um, <clears throat> that's the band's name and the title of the documentary. Now that. I have no idea when it's going to be released, but it's already made and out in the in the cinema festival uh, circuit. So we should be probably getting it sometime later this year. But keep an eye out for that. And as always, I'm Moses Magnum. This has been a heavy moment. Wait, am I supposed to hit the news too? Y- yes, sir. Oh, see, nobody ever tells me these things. <laughs>
comic book news. We should have a like uh, comic book like her, news. <laughs> no, not, not like that, but like. I think your levels are too high, a smidge. I think we're too high. <laughs> no. I know. So. Another realm just announced Mortal Kombat 11 Aftermath, an expansion that will add brand new story content, uh, along with three new characters, Fujin, Shiva, and Robocop. Um, it's also going to add new stages, new fatalities, and friendships. Wait, Robocop is going to be in Mortal Kombat? Yeah. yeah. I thought he was on it before. Has he? Am I just misremembering something? No, I don't think he was on there. Um, I don't think I don't think RoboCop's ever been in Mortal Kombat. Like Spawn's been in it. You know they did they did. Uh... Hellboy. Wait. Right. Oh, wait. No. Maybe not Hellboy. No, I'm thinking of the other game. What other game? Not Soul Calibur, uh, the... right? No, the. Uh, what you call it? The DC one. Oh, superheroes. Wait, no. Injustice. Superheroes. What is Injustice? Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Injustice. Right. Man, RoboCop in a Mortal Kombat game. The classic or the new? Classic. Classic. Why ask a crazy question? <laughs> I think it works. That makes sense to me. Fucking Merkin fools ripping people up. Why not? But does he have the gun? Yeah, yes. they have gun characters. That's true. Wow, that's, that's really not if it makes sense. Yeah, you can shoot a guy a billion times in a match, and he'll get right up and kick him in the face. Yeah, just like Deadpool in Marvel vs. Capcom. Except That's everybody boring. has Deadpool's healing factor. Tiger, well, he's the one shooting people, but Tiger Claw says not only that he's voiced by Peter Weller, too. Is he really? That's what he says. Oh, wow. They went the distance. Wait, is that is that Robocop in an old Mortal Kombat game? I guess it's not as crazy a question, is it? I think that was edited. I don't think so. What game is that? I, mean, I don't know. The background looks like Shinobi, not like Mortal Kombat. Like, are you sure it's not Photoshop? That's Photoshop. It is. Or I won't say Photoshop, but it's a fan-made mod. Oh, okay. It's like a Stormtrooper. <laughs> it's like a modified Stormtrooper armor. Oz, man, look, you can't be bringing fake news into fantastic <laughs> form, okay? We don't do that here. But I just said I remember there was a RoboCop in Mortal Kombat. I, I doesn't have to be the game. It does. It, it, in fact, does have to be the game. <laughs> what we're talking about is the Mortal Kombat game. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, see, listen, you know what? You Look, no more, no more Hannity for you. No more. It's warping your whole thing. You're cutting him off. <laughs> no more entity. You can't quit cold turkey, though. I'm oh. going to withdraw. 
Okay. It's pronounced Hennessy. <laughs> listen, you 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 can't listen to Hannity, but you can listen to Alex Jones still. We'll wean you off. He's not even on anymore. Yeah, he is. Alex Jones is still on, man. He's just not on yeah. certain platforms. He's the worst. Yeah, he just said he wants to eat his neighbor. Dude, in the, in the ass. That, right. that was amazing. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I hate this shit because what? when people like that say shit like I've been saying that all the time. It's like you got to be friendly with your neighbors because in case of the apocalypse, they're a good source of protein, you know? And <laughs> I I always say that and then now I can't say it cuz now I sound like him. It ruined everything. <laughs> it's it's now, <laughs> now it's it neo wild because i don't think anybody even asked him the question like it was nobody was like if you had to <laughs> eat your neighbor yeah he was just like if it goes down guess what i'll eat my neighbor yeah he's like why don't you take like and, yeah, he, and i'll feed them to my kids and he's wearing like a eight thousand dollar watch like why don't you just sell that first and then because <laughs> <laughs> it's an apocalypse who's gonna buy an eight thousand dollar watch no but you sell it now and then the get start. stuff that yeah, get stuff that you can use as currency, like like alcohol and, and cigarettes and coffee. But the funny thing is, he didn't say his kids. He said he feed them to his daughters. Right, not his sons. So like, what does the son get? Like, yeah, the men have to fend for themselves. Listen, the sons aren't cannibals. I don't know anything about Alex Jones's family. I don't know how many kids he has. His, I don't know whether he has sons or daughters. I assumed. He only had daughters because that's who he was like talking about. He was going to feed his neighbors to. So he has sons that he's not going to feed the neighbors to. Well, his son's a vegan. Oh, that's hilarious! <laughs> well, like, the, the boys, the boys have to fend for themselves. I mean, are they men or are they boys? They're you know? boys. Oh, okay. They have their own neighbors to kill. No, well, they're I'm, boys I'm, because I'm, it's I'm, not I'm, like like Alex Jones takes them hunting. He lives off of those like, what is it the? The apocalypse meal boxes or meal bars with the extra chromium and extra silver the, or some the, shit. The Nutripacks. Nutripacks, yeah. But he, if he's gonna breed with his daughters, he needs them to eat protein, like meat protein from people. Damn. <laughs> I'll give him the protein. Wait, how old are they? <laughs> are they eighteen yet at least? The, the no. funny part is I would bet a dollar to a dime. That Alex Jones is probably the fattest person in his neighborhood. <laughs> like, like he, he is in the south. He feed the most people. If it came Alex to Jones it. is pro- like Alex. They could probably kill Alex Jones and feed the entire block and make chicharrones. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you talking about you talking about you'll kill your neighbor for food. It's like man, the block has already decided that they might go ahead and just kill you anyway. <laughs> Regardless of which way it goes, right? They're like, this is not even about the apocalypse. They're just like, you know what? It's time. <laughs> this is a separate, unrelated vote. <laughs> oh, yeah. Burr, Burr says, "Nah, man, Alex Jones is the manliest dude. He he takes that testosterone shit because he, he sells this little testosterone boosting pills, and he says he takes those like the the what is it the neutral man con- complex or some shit." Hey. Heck said, that's not fat, Larry. That's pure muscle. <laughs> He's kingpin. Wait, have you seen, though, Alex Jones talk about those supplements on his show? And he shows, yeah. like, his before and after picture. <laughs> yeah. And it looks the same. Yeah. 
<laughs> no. But Larry, <laughs> but, but Larry, like Larry, what do you look like before I took him? What you look like after? And we look at it, it's like, my dude. Larry, Larry, you only see that because that's what the reptile overloads wants you to see, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, you are showing us that this product does not work. <laughs> <laughs> no, it works, Larry. Oh my God, I'm looking at him now. I, yeah, I'm, you're right. <laughs> I'm, I'm healthy from the That's inside, so Larry. Funny, man. <laughs> he just looks more tan. Exactly right. He like got sunburned. Dude, what are you doing? <laughs> you went on vacation. <laughs> this this is why you have to listen to Alex Jones to like tone down Oz, because we all know at this point Alex Jones is harmless. He's harmless. Like this fool's talking all types of crazy nonsense. He's harmless. Yeah. He's still like some mad disinformation. But yeah, and see, har- here's why. I, that's why I liked him because he was like a broadcast. He was well, first of all, he's a talented broadcaster. And, oh yeah. And but he's also like it's like reading the Weekly World News, like those tabloids right. with the Bat Boy. Like that's what it was for me. Or like yeah. listening to Art Bell, you know. And so it's like, yeah, like for that and then people start rolling with it and it's like whoa 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 yeah i can't do this that's why when this fool was like oh i got deplatformed it's like come on alex <laughs> it's like you can't we can't pretend like you're serious news <laughs> it's like come on deplatform that's not i mean okay sure deplatform well his platform's a show yeah but you know yeah yeah. Anyway. Okay. What else is happening? What a, look, Robocop is in Mortal Kombat. That's interesting. Like it's like I will say this. I've been off of a fighting game kick for a long time now. I thought I was gonna buy the last uh Soul Calibur. That was what, six? I think it was six. Yeah. And and I didn't end up buying it just because I didn't have the time to play it. And I wanted to buy Mortal Kombat, but I was like, you know, I don't have the time to play it either. But the fact that RoboCop is going to be in it, that might make me mess around and like pick it up, especially considering that I might be able to get it at a discount. I might be able to justify having it in my collection and not playing it. Larry, do you remember who Shane Davis is? Shane Davis? Yeah. It it sounds vaguely familiar, but no, I can't say that I do. Who's that? Well, he's the guy that wrote, uh, well, drew uh, Dan Didio's Metal Men series and Earth One by J. Michael Straczynski. Uh huh. And he wrote, he did a uh, a book called Accend, A X C E N D. Um, a couple years back, he got his artwork stolen, like eighty five pages of content, and. They they didn't know where it was. They said anybody that's a collector, it's like if you see any of these works from this issue to this issue, this original art, somebody selling it, contact me because that's illegal. He stole them from me. I I remember that story. Yeah. So now he's uh, he's trying to get donations so that he can sue the guy for his art back. Um. Oh, he out, knows who stole it? Well, it turns out the guy, this is a, the news we're getting now, the guy that had it contacted him personally and said, hey, I have your artwork. You got to 
pay me back. You got to pay me this much if you want it back, holding it for ransom. And this is the guy that stole it. Yeah, and then he said, if you report it stolen, then I'm gonna burn him. Yeah. And so he, they they negotiated on something, and then they he they ended up meeting, and then the guy beat Shane Davis's ass. <laughs> what? And Shane Davis was able to get like thirty pages or something, or tw- you know, a couple pages, not the whole thing. <laughs> and now he's now he has a criminal assault case too, so he needs a good lawyer to be able to get his art and all that. So he's asking for donations. But yeah, he got beat. He got. He said he put him in a in a two minute long rear naked chokehold. The guy put him yeah. in a naked a rear naked chokehold. Yep. Wait a minute now. Does this feel real to you? No. <laughs> like, is this guy trying to scam us? I don't know if he's trying to scam us, but it is a wild story. I don't want to just accuse Shane Davis of either trying to promote Accend or, you know, or trying to get money like that. But it's just... It, it, yeah, it's, the whole story is weird. Like, I know if somebody stole my shit and I get to get it back, like, some one way or another, either, I don't know. I'm going to get my shit back. Yeah. <laughs> um, or I'm just going to say fuck it and let it go. You know, I'm not going to be. Right. You know, I know some of it, like he said, that his original creator own art was real special to him. But it's like, hey, your art is in your head, man. Make more. But. You know, just just report it, publicize every page, and just say if you're buying this, it's stolen, and and don't buy it. You know, and then count on the kindness of fans. <laughs> yeah. But. I'm just trying to figure out like the, the money that he used to get the the like thirty pages or whatever. That was his own money, or that was crowdfunding money too. I don't even think he actually got money together for that. I think he just told them he did, and that's where the fight started. And you know what I mean. So I guess okay. So then, so then now if he, he told was, him, he told the guy he had the money. Then he went to go meet him, and he didn't have money. Yeah, and that's why he got his ass kicked. Okay, that makes I sense. Think that's I guess what it is. If, yeah. But how did he get the thirty pages then? I think in part of that cuffle, scuffle, um, he goes. He says right here. He goes. Uh, after I got some of my uh, some of the artwork during our meeting, he grabbed me around the neck and placed me in a rear naked chokehold for nearly two minutes. As a result of this, I've had to see a chiropractor for sustained neck injuries and back injuries. Uh, I was also referred to a specialist to get an MRI for my back. All of these medical bills have been out of pocket expenses for me, and have been a huge financial burden. So I guess he's trying to recover some of that. He goes, this is also a deeply personal issue for me as 55 of these artworks are from my creator-owned project, Accend, printed by Image Comics. This project means a lot to me as I created every character from scratch over years. More importantly, this project means so much to me that I've never sold any pages from it. I consider Accend to be a significant personal achievement in my career. To lose so many of these originals has been devastating of a devastating blow as I am the sole owner and copyright holder. Civil litigation is an expensive endeavor in the USA as this individual has elected to not return my artwork despite us being in criminal court a total of four times to date. I foresee a long protracted legal battle 
now civilly in the Superior Court to regain ownership of my artwork. I am asking for help from the comic community and fans to help me fight rec to recover my artwork through the legal system. Every donation, no matter how small, will help. And then... I'm just saying that if, if he knows that this guy stole his art, why do we have to go through a civil suit? Like, why can't he just be like, okay, that's the guy, and he has my stuff, and he assaulted me, and just let the police, like, take care of that? Like, I don't understand why it has to be, like, a civil thing. Yeah, it, it's weird. It is a, I mean, it's, it's, it smells fishy. Uh, I put the GoFundMe in there, but you can watch footage of the fight. <laughs> he has footage of the fight. He has footage of the fight. How yeah. do you have footage of the fight? I don't who's, know. Who's it's, recording that? It's on there. I don't know. And this is weird, <laughs> this is the weird shit. This is the weird shit. This, this, watch this shit though. This is the shit that makes me like think. It gets my wheels turning. Because Larry, you know, I tell, I always say, especially when I'm high like I am today, and uh, you know. <laughs> Like, everything is connected. You know what I mean? Everything connects in my brain. All right? You're going to listen to me. You're going to listen to me. Everything connects in my brain. So, the, last week, they the Pentagon showed, oh, here's footage of actual UFOs from the Pentagon. Right. It's like, oh, everybody's like, oh, shit. And I'm like, what? look, how the fuck can we see Shane Davis so clearly fighting like this, but not those fucking UFOs, supposed <laughs> UFOs? That's how I know you... That's how I know you. That's how I know you. 1080p and everything. That, that's how I know UFOs are bullshit. The American military. The American military can't see a UFO on camera. Like that's the cameras you guys have on your on your planes. Like no what? wonder you always shoot down little kid factories of aspirin and shit instead of fucking the Taliban. Why is his face digitized out? I don't, I, uh, I Larry. Don't, again, I don't. I only know what he said. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. Like, if a, if you have a guy on tape attacking you, it's not allegedly, right? I don't know. He looks like he's enjoying that chokehold. <laughs> I'm just. And the funny part is, like, I don't feel like it's digitized that good. Like, I feel like I can recognize that guy. <laughs> it's barely digitized. Like, I feel like if that guy walked into this room, I'd be like, that's the guy that choked out Shane Davis. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Well, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> like, the, the cops know who this is, right? Like, he said it's, this has gone to court already? Yeah, four times. Okay. Like the, the whole story is weird, Larry. I don't know. Like, oh, there's a woman in the in the van too. Oh yeah, who's that? I'm solving the it. We're gonna subpoena this right now. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, when did this go up? Um, hold on, let me see if I can find. Two days ago. So this fool has seventeen hundred bucks already. For a fifteen thousand dollar goal, I I don't know, man. If like, I would I I like, I don't know Shane Davis. I'm not saying he's a bad person or a criminal or anything like that. I'm just saying 
I don't know. I don't know Shane Davis from Jack. So I just like the whole the story seems strange. And I don't know him well enough to be like, oh, okay, yeah. Like, I can circle the square of this story and I'll give you money. Also, this crowdfunding is horrible. There's no, like, stretch goals or nothing. You're dumb. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, stretch goals, like, so... If if we go beyond fifteen thousand, I'll I'll use that money to hire an assassin to attack him. <laughs> I'll mail you his notes. Look, Tom McFarlane is like giving me daily updates now. <laughs> this guy's just like give me money and maybe I'll I'll show you this guy's face. I get, no, not even that, huh? I, I, again, I don't understand why we're protecting his identity. Because he, because we can't, he's he's the alleged attacker. There's a picture of him with the dude in the chokehold, and it the, could be it could be a recreation. They're both four, smiling in that picture. You four, can tell. Four judges have seen the guy's face. It's so strange. Yeah. Um, speaking of crowdfunding, uh, we got a uh, a preview. Remember yesterday I talked about the uh, Jeff Lemire Kickstarter thing and how I didn't know what it was about or anything? Yes. So we he debuted a preview today. He did it on Instagram. So you get to see some of the art as soon as the pictures. There we go. Uh, it was Cosmic Detective. It was the book, and I still haven't given money yet, but I will. And... Uh, that I just put it in chat. You can just click it and swipe left or right or whatever, and then the art looks looks good. I, I like it. I I'm in <laughs> again. You're in uh, again. Yeah. You had me at Jeff Lemire. Yeah. So yeah, there, that should probably tell you what it's kind of about, <laughs> so that because I still don't know what it's about. But oh, they got Harvey Bullock in this comic. Yeah. But he but he's got pride. Yes. It's a prideful Harvey Bullock. What is this? It's a comic. What are the stretch goals? Uh, <laughs> you get playing cards of the characters and a hardcover for like 48 bucks. <laughs> Why are oh, you all stretch. about the stretch goals, Oz? They we knows, should get playing cards. He knows how goals. we talk about this shit. Like, it's all about the stretch goals. <laughs> like, like it's it's been amazing just sitting back and having Todd McFarlane tell me what else he's gonna give me. Yeah, that's without how, giving him more money. And that's how it was with the Lady Death one too. Like because it got funded so quick, it's just boom, boom, just constant updates. So like, am I really getting? Like, I had forgotten how much shit I was getting, and I can only imagine the the Todd McFarlane one. Ah, I might have to get that. Oh, I found the stretch goal. I found the stretch goals. Uh, so far, it looks like they've unlocked the first one, which we will include 15 covers from the original series with artwork by Dan Day, Thomas Yeats, and others. Uh, sketch Gallery, which is a series of one-of-a-kind Asic A sketches by Bill Sinkowitz, Jeff Lemire, Kelly Jones, Paul Pope, Michael A. Omin, Omin, Joe Staten, Mike C- oh, a bunch of names. Wow, that's the list of names. Uh, stretch goal two, ten Aztec Ace page story written by Doug Mount, illustrated by Tim Sale. And the next stretch goal, which they haven't met, 
is unpublished Aztec Ace script that a uh, 52 page never before published Aztec Ace Ace script written by Doug Monk. Monk? What? What? Uh, is this for Cosmic Detective? No, it's for Aztec Ace. He's what? got two. Well, I, the art I put was Aztec Haze. I mean, was Cosmic Detective. Racist ass internet sent me the Aztec Ace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so weird. I just clicked it. Although that sounds good too. <laughs> I hate you all. What'd I do? I just gave you. A I laugh. don't know. You, I, you did something. <laughs> it's your soundboard. Your soundboard did it. Uh, let's see what Holy crap! See, that wasn't me. Don't I, blame that on me. I don't know. That might have been you. Oh, uh, definitely, definitely Oz. There's a new comic book show out for people who like shows that where people talk about comics. What show is that? It's called World's Greatest Book Club. <laughs> that sounds stupid, and I hate it. Yeah, it's hosted. But it's comic books. Yeah, it's specifically. It, it's the Marvel's like actual talk show about comics. Uh, it's oh, really? so it's Lawrence's new show. Yeah, it's Lawrence's new show. Why would they call it that? I don't know, but it's hosted by Paul Shear, the comedian, great comedian, great actor. I like, I love that guy, but I'm not gonna watch this shit. And then uh, <laughs> it's co-hosted by. Uh, him and Steven Wacker. Oh. Okay. oh. Wait, guest starring Cedric the Entertainer. Man. <laughs> Cedric the Entertainer's not on that, right? That That's your code name. Oh, you're dumb. Like, he's Moses Magnum. I'm Oz. You're Cedric the no. Entertainer. No. I'm Mayor Young. Mayor Cedric the Entertainer. <laughs> Young. Enough. <laughs> uh, let's see here. What platform is it going to be on? Probably YouTube. The YouTube? Yeah. Or DC Universe. <laughs> Marvel I has will, their own app, right? I will check do, that but... out to let you know how bad it is. <laughs> it might be alright. I mean, well... We'll see. I mean, Larry will fit right in though, because it'll be it it'll be Marvel apology shit, no critical review, no, you know. But we're only talking about the greatest story, so it's like low hanging fruit because they're gonna pick the greatest shit. Yeah, it's an infomercial for old comics, I guess. And yeah, I'm down with that. In the gossip section, Larry, I think uh, Amanda Palmer saw what they're doing with Sandman on Netflix and she decided to split up with Neil Gaiman. Wait, what? Neil Gaiman's what? wife split up with him over Twitter. Because of the show? I, I, over I, that's, what I, that's what I think. I mean, his idea is she heard the news that that Angela might be in Thor Love and Thunder and it's like, this is what you do with your creations? And she, <laughs> she kicked him out. <laughs> it's like, you, you yeah. that last... The the dreaming Sandman universe you let that happen, kicked them out. Um, 
But yeah, she announces a separation from Neil Gaiman on Patreon and then Twitter, respectively. Uh, she's basically quarantining in New Zealand with their son, and he's in England. He's back in England. They're not together, and I guess her phone kept blowing up, and her Twitter, uh, where her, people just kept asking, where's Neil? Like, because in her pictures, he doesn't come up and all that. And in the post, enti- a post entitled "Where's Neil," she uh, she revealed that he he's he's gone. He's a, this is this is her quote right here. Since people are getting confused and asking, uh, and my phone and inbox is blowing up with "Where's Neil?" a few times a minute, I can only gather that he's finally told the internet that he's left New Zealand, and I thought I would come here with a short note. She was so. You all know this is this did not happen because of COVID or lockdown, though the timing is cosmically ba- or comically bad. Other things came to light after we got here to New Zealand. She wrote, "In fairness to all, and to keep little Ash, who will not always be little, protected, the details aren't for the public." Uh, she goes on to say, "It appears that I was on tour for a year, talking about the extreme dark and light for a reason. It was training." I was in training for this week. It seems that my life was not a rehearsal for my show. The show was a rehearsal for my life. And uh, Neil Gaiman responded on Twitter saying, Oh, I see at Amanda Palmer has told the people that we, like much of the world, are going through a rocky times right now. And then that's it. That's all he said. <laughs> that's it. Did he cheat on her? That's what it sounds it like. Sounds like... Like, what is she getting at? It, well, that's what it sounds what like. Could it be? And it, it's one of those things. Other where, than the Netflix thing. It, it, it's one of those weird things where, like, you know, with quarantine, we, we I know with Emily, we talked and we we're like, man, I wonder how many people are going to end up divorced because of this. Or what do people do if they have mistresses? Like, because, you know, mm-hmm. part of nurturing that is time that you take away from your family to nurture that. And it's like. How are you gonna if you can't leave the house? <laughs> like, how are you gonna f- do that? You know, and yeah, who would have thought Neil Gaiman might have been it? He might have been <laughs> what we were talking about. So it, it's just it, it's weird that it all happened on Twitter like that. I guess I don't know. Patreon he, and shit. Yeah, he didn't tweet or anything about being separated, but she assumed that he did, and that's why she did what she did. And then that's how he found out, I guess, more or less. That they're on rocky times. I feel like they're both too old to be doing this. Yeah, well, you know, that's what happens. Right. It's like a high school breakup. Right. Yeah. It's like, dude, come on, man. But that's the we're world adults. We, that's the world we live in. Right. I guess. Ugly. I guess you're right. I'm just like, geez, it's, man. Like, what's happening? It's like an episode of Black Mirror. This whole thing with them. <laughs> an episode yeah, of what? An episode of Black Mirror. <laughs> breaking up over Twitter. And they're going to rate each other one star. <laughs> rate each other one star. <laughs> it's like she's about to put out a, 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 a campaign on Reaper on him. Yeah. And Hector's is going to review it. <laughs> is she crowdfunding this divorce? No. She's trying to the, the, the assassination of the incentive. <laughs> yeah. 
The stretch goal. <laughs> the stretch goals, yeah. Uh, Charlie Cox doesn't think there's going to be a season four of Daredevil. Uh, who, who thought there was going to be neither. a season four of Daredevil? Right. Well, <laughs> there because it's one of those series that has a lot of ties to the MCU. Right. In terms of like not just in the you know because the characters are in the same like they they reference it, but more they actually hire people that like for example like the newscaster in all the movies whenever they show news is the same one, the same guy in Daredevil. You know, yeah. So shit like that. So people, you know, people are like, "Hey, who knows?" Maybe, you know, this year is when it's up. They could start using those characters again. The time. Right, right. So, and, and we were talking about rumors. Yeah, about them being in in some Marvel movies. I I did see that Charlie Cox came out and, and said that he's like, "I'm not in Spider Man." Yeah. He's like, he's like, if if they have Daredevil in it, it's not me. Yeah. And I know he said that, but. Nobody was saying, oh, well, Daredevil's coming back. We were just saying that some of those characters are going to end up in maybe some of the MCU movies. Or maybe the TV shows, like on Disney Plus or whatnot. Well, they asked him because he did a a Daredevil quarantine watch party on last Thursday night. And they asked him in preparation for that watch party. They asked him. About a four season, he goes. I don't feel that way. No, I don't, and I don't know why I don't feel that way. But I haven't been given any reason to believe that. And from a cynical point of view, it just feels like maybe I'm trying to protect myself because I'd love nothing more than to do it again. But yeah, nobody's <sighs> nobody's talked about it. It's a shame, man. I would love to have it. I mean, but I just can't believe it's likely. But man, that it left on such a great. Like high, we didn't even get like the full extent of like what we could have got with that bullseye conflict. I I feel like I mean honestly I feel like the I feel like the rumors that we heard where they're gonna use like Daredevil and Punisher and Jessica Jones I feel like those are true. And I feel I it w- I would not be surprised if those people pop up somewhere, and then they were talking about how they're going to recast Luke Cage and and Iron Fist. Like that rumor makes sense to me. It's not it's not what I would like, but it makes sense to me. Yeah, what's the problem with the Luke Cage? There's I, mean, no I guess problem. Iron Fist. The the rumor was they were like they want the characters themselves the character himself to have a higher profile in the MCU and so they want to hire a bigger name and so it's not really like it's no it's no like it's no knock against um oh man what's the actor's name again Michael J White yeah. no the actor that played Luke Cage in the Netflix show I can't think of his name off the top of my head. I feel bad. He, he's good. Right. Oh, damn it. But Charlie Cox isn't really that big of a name, is he? Well, uh, but that's I didn't, the thing. I didn't like, really know him before Daredevil. No, it's, it's, not, it's not that the other people have huge names. It's that they want Luke Cage to be higher. Like, 
the way that they're taught, at least the, the rumor, again, this is all rumor, it's is all it, speculation. Is it Lil the, JJ? Hmm? Lil JJ? <laughs> is that the name that you're talking about for the actor? Yeah, he played Luke Cage. Oh, wait, no. He played in the... That's super, not his name. He went in Superhero Squad. Not, we're not... Listen. It's not that the other characters that we oh. mentioned that they were keep are are such high-profile names. Culture. It's that the the thought is that they want Luke Cage to play a bigger role in the MCU. And, and in my mind, I'm thinking they might be thinking along the lines of, like, new Avengers and may want to make him, like, that Luke Cage an actual Avenger. So, like, say, if you, like, say, if you want to put somebody in, like, say, Avengers, I guess, I don't know if it, is it five? I guess it's Avengers five. You know, or whatever the next Avengers movie is, you know, you're not doing that necessarily with Daredevil and Punisher and and um, Jessica Jones. But if you're going to do it with Luke Cage, they're like, well, we need to have somebody that's like a bigger name. And so that's that's why it made it kind of made a little bit of sense to me, because it's like, yeah, if you're if you're like, OK, well, we're going to have. Like you're not gonna have any of the big three guys be Avengers anymore, but if you're like, okay, well, we can get Spider-Man as an Avenger, and we can get Wolverine as an Avenger, and we can get Luke Cage as the as an Avenger, but with a larger name, then that might you know feel a little bit a little bit better with them or or for Marvel Studios, you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess, but it's like they're they're kind of like kind of fickle with that because like spider-man was an unknown they don't they don't mind sometimes like chris evans wasn't really that big of a name before <laughs> no, but, captain america right but keeping in mind though that's like a whole different phase of of marvel movies right like what we're yeah, talking i'm about, just saying they're willing to build people up right but but they were willing to build people up back in the day mm. You know, and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying like all you gotta do is look at like who they cast since then. Like Benedict Cumberbatch, um, friggin' um Chadwick Bozeman. Kate Blanchett. Like, say again? Kate Blanchett. Well, yeah, but she's not the star of any of those movies. She's the star but, of Ragnarok. Kate Blanchett? The villain, yeah. She's the villain. You forgot about Hella? No, I'm not saying I'm not. But that's she's hella not, disrespectful. She, you're hilarious. She's not the star of the movie. Yeah, she is. No. Well, no. co-star. I mean, is the villain you think ever she the steals star? The show. Oh yeah, acting wise, like her performance. I I wouldn't even go that far. Honestly, she's the star. I don't think. <laughs> but but all I'm saying is, if you look like, obviously Robert Downey Jr. Is an exception, but yeah, he was you know, a no his name, re- huh? He was a no name. He was washed up. No name. His his he, career he was washed, washed up. up. That's different. Like he, he, that was like a second chance for him, right? But when you look at the those like Iron Man, Thor, Captain America, and where they were at in their careers when they got casted, and then you look at like say the next 
set of people that get cast for their own movies. Like even Paul Rudd. It's like all those people like are way more accomplished than those original three when they got cast in those movies. Yeah, that's true. So it's like, you know, it was one thing when they were building, when, you know, Marvel, like when, when, when Marvel Studios was unproven and they're like, hey, we'll get you, we'll put you into this deal, we'll make you a star, you know, all we need you to do is sign on this dotted line and we'll give you six movies. You know, that's one thing, you know, and obviously, like, even when you talk about, like, okay, obviously Scarlett Johansson was, was a known, uh, uh, like, a star already, but it's not like she, was in, she wasn't in Iron Man 1. She was in Iron Man 2. After that joint was, like, a proven franchise, you know? So yeah, I don't, I don't think I. It it makes sense to me that they're like, okay, we want like, and I and understand like I'm not saying they're gonna cast somebody that's like a superstar to be Luke Cage, but it'll be somebody that probably has a little bit more name recognition than my man who's awesome whose name we all can't remember. Mike Coulter. There we go, Mike Coulter. Damn, sorry, Mike. Ironically, you know they had. Um... What's his name? Mahershala Ali. Yeah, Mahershala Ali. Mahershala Ali. And he's like got an Oscar and shit. And he was like not even the main lead in that show. In what show? In Luke Cage. And he's playing another Marvel character too, right? In what? Because he's going to be Blade. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. I did forget about that. So yeah. So now you know Luke Cage's not going to be in an MCU. Right. Exactly. They're just going to cut it out. Well, listen. I think they're just counting on they're just counting on you all to think that all black people look alike. <laughs> or counting on you to forget. Safe bet. Yeah, we don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> DC Comics is teaming up with Hershey's to do something for the first responders. They're giving them chocolates. Yeah? Yeah. Says uh the sweet nod of thanks to frontline workers is one element wider of a wider of wider charitable efforts by Hershey, which is has donated millions in cash and products to arrange community safety and healthcare standards organizations. The company has also committed to uh, one million dollars to to acquire, install, and staff a new manufacturing line dedicated to face mask production. A line which will be capable of producing up to forty five thousand masks per day will be, will become operational by the end of May. Okay, that's good. Nice. Yeah. I mean, Hershey's chocolate is like the worst quality of chocolate, but. It's fair <laughs> than nothing. And it's not, you know, all the antioxidants the chocolate has, they take out, even though they're right. de- dedicated to raising awareness of health issues. <laughs> uh, Marvel Comics yeah. is going to release a select few uh, digital-only titles on May 13th and May 20th. Oh, really? Yeah, Hawkeye Freefall will be there. Uh it says here over the next two weeks, new issues of for series like Ant Man, Ghost Spider, Hawkeye Freefall, and more will be made available digitally for readers to access from their own homes. 
These comics will only be available as digital comics for the time being. However, they will be available in print collections later this year for fans looking to add them to their Marvel bookshelves. More information about these will be shared. Where do you get those? Comixology, Marvel app. Mm. Yeah. Kindle. Interesting. They sell them everywhere. You can get them on Apple Books if you have that. Yeah. So so that Marvel's basically doing the same thing that DC did, except yeah. they're like, well, we're not going to print them out. <laughs> yeah. Like, we know that you don't want those. <laughs> it's like, you can have them later if you want them. <laughs> yeah. Which is, you know, was kind of what we said they should have done, Joe and I, from the beginning. We could have had a better show because we could have talked about newer comics. Right. I don't know what Hawkeye Freefall is, but I would check it out. Yeah, it's a current run, but it's on number five. So. Oh, I like it. It's the guy. Oh. Clint. On the cover, at least. Oh. I'm out. Get a fantastic forum review. <laughs> he, Joe's out. Joe, Joe doesn't mess with Clint Barton. He he's a a a Kate Bishop guy, <laughs> right? With the Clint, huh? Let's see. Oh, um, I, I don't know if you guys saw this, but there's a thing with uh, Josh Trank was talking about what it was like to make the Fantastic Four movie that nobody liked. <laughs> Which one? The <laughs> well, the one that was universally That's a great not question. liked. Yeah. Which one did they didn't like? The last one or the one before that or the one before that? Which one? <laughs> the last one. Oh, got it. And uh, that was off. terrible. Oh my god. Is it the one with the mulatto? No. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah. And the, the thing about it was, uh, he basically <laughs> he what I got from the article. I can't find it right now, so I can't give quotes. But he had because he was he had a whole anxiety because of Chronicle, how successful it was. And they put him on Fantastic Four. So he hired his friend that loved comics to write it with him. And then he's like, oh, we're not on the same vibe. That sounds stupid and corny to me. Like, we're not doing that. So then there was that disparity between them there. And then there was the whole thing with like different people directing the movie because he like they reshot it and all that. So. There was those issues, but but yeah, he basically said my friend wrote it, and then I didn't like what he wrote. <laughs> yeah. So why didn't he rewrite it? I, I don't think they were letting him. I don't know. Like wh- the thing is, he he adjusted what the friend did into what we see, but then there was also reshoots and stuff too. So there's no clear sign of what was him, what was his friend, or what was the other phantom director that supposedly somebody else directed it. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, hey. Okay. <laughs> That's interesting. Go ahead, Jay. Um. So I guess this is news, but Owen Dennis tweeted recently. 
Uh, he says, so I just had a meeting. When HBO Max comes out on the 27th, it's important that you watch books one and two of Infinity Train on it. Just saying. Maybe get other people who haven't watched the show to watch it at this point as well. Like any time between May 27th and June 27th. Just saying. What's that mean, Jay? D- decode it for us. Uh, if we want book three, we need to watch it when it comes out. On uh, We need to watch Infinity Train books one and two if we want book three. Now we got to watch it again? or Yeah. Yeah, we gotta watch it when it comes out on HBO Max. Oh, on HBO Max. Oh, but you gotta pay for HBO Max, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not paying for HBO Max to watch Infinity Train. No, but you're gonna do it for everything else they got. Well, what? The what? Green, I have I have HBO. Yeah, but they're not putting that on HBO. That's HBO Max. Yeah, but I already watched Infinity Train. No, but I'm talking about the other stuff. What other stuff? Like the Green Lantern show and and Doom Patrol and I saw Doom Patrol. No, the new season, Larry. The new season of Doom Patrol is not going to be on DC Universe. It's going to be, but one episode, and then you're going to get every episode ready on HBO Max <laughs> the same day. Oh, wait, oh, are you serious? Yeah. No, I just got to wait for it to come out week to week. Nah, well, no, you're not going to do that. What, what, what do you mean I'm not going to do that? I, I don't have any problem doing that. No, because we're going to review it the first day, all the whole series. Well, listen. I mean, if you're going to spoil it, then you're just going to spoil it. Yeah. But what I'm telling you is this. Like, the day it drops, I'm not going to binge watch the whole season. You have to. I, I really so, don't. What question. do you say, I had a question. You're planning on keeping HBO and not switching over to HBO Max? Well, I, I wasn't planning on getting HBO Max, no. Like, why, why do I need HBO Max? There's going to be a lot of well, stuff on there. It's the same, but there's more content. Like, it's the same price, but then you'll get everything that Max HBO Max gets that HBO doesn't. So, but, but that, wait, so, so you're saying that for, if I buy HBO Max and cancel HBO, I'll have everything I could see on HBO, but I have more on Max. Yes. So then, but is H, so HBO is trying to cannibalize themselves in that regard? Like they don't want people to buy HBO on cable? It's not that. It's that they know there's a lot of people that don't even have cable or subscribe to HBO or HBO Go. So they're doing Max for those people, and they're going to give more content. I thought HBO Go was for the people that don't. No, that's if you you get that if you have your if you have your subscription, so you can watch it on the go. Okay, so what am I getting on HBO Max that I'm not getting on HBO? You're getting... Uh, DC shows are going to be on HBO Max and not HBO. Wait, which DC shows? Um, All the new ones that come out. So, like, Harley Quinn, Doom Patrol. Um, but all that's on DC Universe, right? 
Uh, I don't think so. But DC so, Universe... so DC Universe isn't gonna get Harley Quinn or Doom Patrol anymore. They're gonna they're gonna shut down. Like we can almost guarantee that. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh my God, don't say that. Oh. They better get it, man. <laughs> That's some I'm bullshit. Saying, like, if it doesn't, we have DC Universe, right? Isn't that what we got DC Universe for to watch? Harley Quinn and Doom Patrol and Swamp That's Thing. That's literally exactly what I got it for for Doom Patrol. Yeah, you know they don't care what the you terrible do. ass season, new season of Teen Titans. Like I'm I just mean, most about to cancel it. So, huh? Most about to cancel universe. Like most tired of it. Well, okay, so but that, that's a different thing. Like that's a different issue, and that I can understand. If that's what happens, but what I'm saying is, as of right now, we have DC Universe, we have HBO. So I'm just like, if I have DC Universe and I have HBO, what do I need HBO Max for? Extra content to watch the flight attendant. Yeah, but what but, is it? I mean, if you don't want the extra content, then HBO is fine. What What is the extra content? The flight attendant. What is that? It's a show. Look, I'm not asking I don't a hard know without it. I'm asking a simple question. And I don't think that you yeah, have an don't answer. Think the flight attendant. Well, I did <laughs> answer. I said <laughs> Say what, Jay? I was saying the DC stuff. Like that's the stuff that's not gonna be on HBO. You can watch Craftopia. What D but I understand there's not like, I understand there's DC shows that aren't going to be on HBO, but they're on DC Universe as of right now. So, what um, if I have DC Universe? I don't, I don't think that those shows have been announced for, like, the old seasons, yes. But I don't think the new seasons are coming to the app. So, like, so, Doom Patrol wait. Season 2, I don't think it's going to be on the app. D- oh Doom Patrol God. Season say, 2? Please tell me that's not true. Doom Patrol Season 2 won't be on DC Universe app. I don't believe so. Now, they haven't said that, and that doesn't mean that you're wrong, but you could understand why, the, why, why those of us that are using the DC Universe app would be like, what do you mean? Right? Like, No, I can't. Like, why? they've already said disregard for DC shit. It's just like, there's a ton of DC shit that's not on the DC Universe app. But it's on HBO Max? Uh, not right now. I don't know. I don't know everything that's going to be on HBO Max. Oh, okay. Well, I guess here's that's the whole thing. It's like, I mean, I agree with you that there's things that we all think should be on the DC Universe app that aren't there, but it's not that that's not the conversation we're having. We're talking about what's going to be on HBO Max that I should decide to pay for that instead of HBO, I guess. Justice League Dark? Bad Robot? Bad Bad Robot? Well, the, the Bad Robot version of Justice League Dark. What What is that? J.J. Abrams. He doesn't know what that is. That's only on HBO Max? Yeah. Fuck. Angry, I kind of want to see that. And Green Lantern? 
Damn, are you serious? Yeah, DC. I have to see that. DC Superhero High. <laughs> okay, I can live without that one. <laughs> and then, right, listen. then you have maybe maybe when when we start getting previews of these things, and you know the, the trailers are good and they hype me up, then maybe I'll feel different. But as of right now. I like. There's nothing that I'm like. Oh man, I need to get HBO Max. Like I don't, I don't feel that way at all. Gremlin Secret of, of Magui. <laughs> for HBO, why not switch over? Like, Say what's what? the disadvantage? I'm saying if you're paying for HBO, what's the disadvantage to switching to HBO Max? Well, I like. HBO, like it's uh, basically, it's just more of an effort. Yeah, he he it's still like, watches TV like old people. I mean, on my TV, yeah, yeah, like, I yeah, like I I have a I have a cable subscription. Yeah, I'm okay I watch with it that. Cable too. But yeah, what I'm asking is, if uh, yeah, it, like it's just it's just what's more the disadvantage effort? to more effort to switch over. Yeah, like I have to do something to switch over. And right. right now, as far as I know, I could do nothing and I'm I'm not missing anything. Like I understand that we're talking about like say like okay, Justice League Dark hypothetically is a good show that I guess will be only on HBO Max that I could be missing out on or and the Green Lantern show is another show hypothetically that could exist on only on HBO Max that I could be missing out on, but right now it's like we don't know what those shows are going to be or how good they will or won't be. So I don't feel right now like I'm missing out on anything. So and you don't think like getting book three of Infinity Train would be worth switching over? No, absolutely not. Like, don't get me wrong, I would like book three of Infinity Train, but doesn't it's sound not- like it. Yeah, well, it's not even that. He likes that. He just doesn't like Joe, because I would do it just for Joe, so that he would get three. Man, listen, first of all, like, first of all. If I want Infinity Train, I could switch over to HBO Max. They're the same price I'm paying now, get extra content, and get an extra season of Infinity Train. But I'm not going to do that, because switching over is too much work. Well, like, it, it doesn't sound like you want another book of infinity train well listen i listen I, if, if you're saying i don't want it bad enough then yeah you're i guess you're right then because it's like i'm not planning on watching infinity train again per se like if it was on if i could watch it on what i already have that might be a better a better like possibility but if i gotta like switch over like if i gotta do more work just to watch something again that i've already watched just like it's funny because for Disney Plus you jumped in like that and they had nothing at start. What do you ta- what do you mean nothing at start? Like wait a minute. See, this is what this is what this is the false equivalency to me right here. Nothing at start. They still don't have anything. The The Mandalorian was day 1. Oh, That's yeah. done. Yeah, you're done with it day 1. Next Dude, Clone Wars, the the new season of Clone Wars has been fantastic. And and then and then on top of that, there were things that I wanted to see on there that I have there's no like there was nowhere else for me to watch gargoyles. I could watch it on Disney on Disney Plus. Yeah, YouTube dude. stopped existing. There was there was no I, I don't own I don't own any of those Marvel movies. I could watch all of them on Disney Plus. And it's like 
there was a lot of stuff I wanted to see that I hadn't seen too. That I was just like, I can watch it on Disney Plus. He gets no, so angry when you criticize the house. <laughs> well, it's not, but it's just like it's a fault. Like we're we're comparing MCU Star Wars content to friggin' DC multimedia stuff. Like DC barely has any good movies. <laughs> right? Am yeah, I right? We're comparing MCU yeah. stuff that you don't have you're, to superhero high. Wrong about. Right. That's what, like we're, you're comparing Iron oh, Man. Hold on. I'm saying to no. Batman like, v Superman. Like what? DC has a ton of amazing movies. No, they don't have a ton, Joe. They have some. They have a ton. No, Joe. I would say they have more than Marvel. Jo- oh, you, oh, you wow. son of a bitch. Well, how can you even say that? Like, Marvel literally has, <laughs> literally has a decade worth of movies that came out, like, friggin', like, two dozen movies almost, right? DC's what? been putting out movies since 88. No, okay. What? Great movie. Here, here's, here's, what we're, here's what we're gonna do. Here's what we're gonna do. Joe, Joe. Give me yeah. the five. Give me the five DC superhero movies that are better than Iron Man. Under the Red Hood. No, no, Joe, Joe, <laughs> Joe. Really? Uh, Under the Red Hood. Than Iron Man. I yeah. like Under the Red Hood. Yeah. Under oh, the Red Hood is amazing. Justice League Doom. Joe. Joe, y'all sleeping on a y'all sleeping on Apocalypse War too. Oh my God! Okay, okay. First flight is better than Iron Man. Really? All these movies are better than Iron Man? Yes. Are those? Uh, uh, Justice League. Respectfully disagree, but okay. Are they? Are they on HBO Max? Let's let's ask this question, Jay. Are any of the movies you're going to name live action? No. Oh, okay. Okay. Like, is that is that the, the restriction that's put on me that you're putting on me right now? That's you're what like, you have to do to win. Well, that's what I have to do to win, dude. The <laughs> movies you're talking about are good movies. They're not great movies. Well, like the the Justice League episode, uh, the greatest story never told, is better than Iron Man. Whoa, 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 whoa! Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Justice League as a series. I would agree with you. It's better than Iron Man. No, no, no. Just the episode. Okay, and and we'll, we'll go with the episode. It's still not a movie, right? But it's better. But it's if not. I, a movie. If I if I watch it three times, it's movie length. No, no. But see, that's the whole point. If it's, I watch it right after it, the Smallville there's Booster a Gold of, episode, then it's a, a it's a of, movie that's half live action and better. Episodes of television shows that are better than movies, but they're a different medium. I'm talking about movies. And if you want to go with animated well, uh, movies, they're not a different it, medium. If you're watching them on your TV at home, they are a different medium. A movie is not a TV show. It is when you're watching it on your TV and no, it's a show. Not. You're what are you talking? You're talking nonsense. Now you know what you sound like to us. That's like saying, "Oh, a short story and a novel are the same thing because I read it on my Kindle." What are you talking about? They're different. It's a different medium. 
Not really. You're right. Short story and the novel, yeah. On a Kindle, yeah, I could see that. No, no. they're both a, they're both a, a narrative story. They have the same font. Guess what, Baaz? Every story is a narrative. There you go. I'm glad we agree. No, we don't. We absolutely <laughs> don't. But, I mean, but Jay, as long as it's not a poem, if it's written in prose, I mean, Jay, yeah. <laughs> Jay, Jay. Like, like, I thought we were talking movies. We, like, we are talking movies, but like say, like, like, just think about the movies you're talking about. Like, Under the Red Hood is a good movie. It's not a great movie, Joe. It's great. It, it really isn't, though. Like, yeah, like even even when we're talking about these DC animated joints, like some of them are really, really good, and there's a few of them that are classics. But I mean, like Gr- Green Lantern, friggin' uh, First Flight, that's not a great movie. Yeah, it is. Like I'm not <clears throat> sure why you why you don't know this, but First Flight is amazing. Okay. All right. Well, hey, that that's fair. Like, trust me, I'm not the one to mess around and say animated movies aren't are are lesser because they're animated. Because I don't believe that. I think an animated movie it can be right up there with a live action movie. But I don't. I just don't. I don't believe that these movies we're talking about here are are of the same caliber and on top of that it's like i mean just think i mean most of the people here like even just like listening wouldn't compare like when you if i'm like say name the 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 five dc movies that are better than iron man they're not going to go to the animated catalog not because they think less of them but i mean only so many of those movies like i feel like you like to talk about movies that are as good as Iron Man in in that are animated, you have to go to like Mask of the Phantasm. Yeah, because I uh, think that... like there is something to be said about like the production the Iron... quality of the movie of the like just because it's in the format of a movie doesn't necessarily mean that they they put the same amount of like time, investment, production, talent, scouting into it. So, like, when you look at, for example, I think Into the Spider-Verse definitely holds its own against, like, any live action. You can exactly. see the difference in terms of quality of production and, like, exactly. how much they clearly invested into making that really a movie quality. Whereas, right. like, a lot of those DC animated movies, they just feel like three episodes of a show just kind of put together. Or an adaptation of a comic book that I is fake. I disagree with that. Oh, see. And, that, like... Okay. All right. See, and that, I guess that's the thing where it's just like like it's an adaptation of a comic book and it's faithful and that is something that I think us as comic book fans can appreciate, but it's not like sometimes it's faithful. Right. And that's the other thing too. Sometimes right? it's frustratingly not. Like the killing joke, man. <laughs> Travesty. Yeah, that's different. But Jay wasn't going to say Killing Joke. Yeah. I wasn't going to say that one, but I, I like that one, too. I was hoping he was going to say, yes, I was, and then his lip quivered. 
I was like, I like the Killing Joke. I like it a lot. But when I'm thinking of Iron Man, I'm thinking of like your basic bitch type story, origin story, and it's like it's okay. Like if it wasn't for the actors, like because the bra- the writing is basic. Like without Robert Downey Jr., that movie is not a success. Well, Jay, you can't take Robert Downey Jr. out of the movie. He's in it. No, and I love him in it. But I'm saying the story is not better than Under the Red Hood. But but you got to take it as a whole. I am. Like, but you're I don't not. Think... You're saying like Iron Man wouldn't be as good if Robert Downey Jr. wasn't in it. And it's like, well, what's that have to do with it? Because he's in it. Yeah, he is in it. But I don't think he's better than Under the Red Hood. Like as a whole, it's not better than Under the Red Hood. So, and I'm so thinking, you don't let, let let's put it like this, Jay. Because I'm trying to say, if you're thinking that the story is good, well, you're mistaken. Because it's, it's a really basic story. No, no but and but, Robert Downey Jr. is good, and he does good with the story, but it's not better than Under the Red Hood. No, see, but here, here's here's the thing, Jay. I guess the where where we're differing in opinion, I think, is this. Is the the story like okay? Let's put it like this: You got to make a distinction between the difference between the under the red hood story in the comic versus in the animated feature, right? Because they're not just the talking same. About the yeah. Okay. We're, I'm just I'm not talking comics. I'm talking movies. Okay. So if you're only talking the movie, the story in Under the Red Hood in the animated joint. Is maybe you can say the story's a little bit better than the story in Iron Man because you're right. The Iron Man, the, the Iron Man movie story is definitely an origin story. No question on that. And and like, you know, you're not going to get like any huge twists or anything like that, which uh, under the Red Hood, it, even the animated joint at least has a little bit of a twist in it. However, the story is not that much better. It's it's maybe a little bit better because, like you said, it has or like I was saying, it has a twist, right? Okay, let's give it that. But then when you go to performances, Robert Downey Jr.'s like who whose performance in Under the Red Hood is better than Robert Downey Jr.'s performance? Uh, is it the Joker performance? I think it's Troy Baker. I'm not a hundred percent. Okay. And I mean, obviously, it's, right. it's it's all a matter of opinion. I would disagree with that. I don't think that that's true. Like, Troy I don't Baker think... is awesome when they do cast him. In. No, Troy, no. Listen, understand. Not being good as Robert Downey Jr. doesn't make you not awesome. It makes you less awesome than Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> that which is that which is okay. It's like saying like, oh man, you don't play as good as Jordan. Okay, I'm still Kobe. You know, I'm still I'm still LeBron, right? Like, so it doesn't make you, you know not what great. Was really what really does stand up for me is the New Frontier. New New Frontier is a is a really good animated joint. It it to does me, that stand- goes toe to toe. If you're if you're if you're considering animation to be like yeah. on par with live action, yeah. To me, New I can Frontier see like the production value, the quality, like. The, the the attention and time that went into making that you can tell 
and and it's like I feel like, you know, Mask of the Phantasm, New Frontier. I would even go ahead and say if you, maybe the um, damn it, what's the uh, what's the Batman Beyond joint? Return of the Joker. Return. Return of the Joker. I think Return of Joker is another one that you could be like, okay, that's like of a a a, a higher quality. But you know, I don't I don't think you're gonna find five DC animated joints that are of the same caliber as Iron Man is because the performances in that movie are too strong. Like you not I mean not only Robert Downey Jr. but you know, like you have to agree to disagree. Because even First Flight, which is another origin story, I think is better than that Iron Man. Why? Why is not it the better? Performances. The performances are good. Like they're, I'm not sure what you I'm don't like. I'm not saying they're bad. I'm saying they're not as good as Robert Downey Jr. Is it because they emote too much? <laughs> yeah, Joe. That's what it is. They emote too much. He they likes, need to be more like the Lion King live action. He likes it when they don't emote. That's what I that's what I'm into. I'm into people like deadpan. Yeah. I, I, what I could say is, yeah, if someone was like, Well, do you want to watch Iron Man or you want to watch First Flight? I'm picking First Flight. <laughs> okay, Jay. Alright. You're right. We'll disagree to disagree here. But what I will tell you is this. I think I think most people would agree with me. And I guess we could all be wrong. That, well, don't speak for most people. Speak for you. Because you don't know what most people think. Uh, listen, most people aren't even going to think about DC animated joints. They're going to think about live action movies. Why? Because... In their minds, that's comparing apples to apples. Glad to know Lawrence is a mind reader now. Hex, well, look, why, why are you all acting like you don't know? Hex says Dark Knight Returns animated better than Iron Man 1. That is really good. Yeah. I don't know if that's true. And that counts as two right there because it's two of them. Uh, listen. So, I mean, you're you, one. Batman Year One is better than Iron Man. Bat Batman Year One might be better than Iron Man. And again, another movie origin story, but it's better than Iron Man, right? It, and don't get me wrong, don't get me wrong, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say that Iron Man is bad. Like I do like Iron Man. If First Flight isn't available, sure, throw on Iron Man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. But it's like, it's not great. It's not the end-all, be-all. Well, I'm not saying it's the best Marvel movie, mind you. It was just I know. the first Huh? I don't, no, I know you're not saying it's the best. You you like, uh, what you call it, Winter Soldier. Like, that's yeah. your favorite, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. For, uh, Winter Soldier is definitely, yeah, high up there. Right. And I think, yeah, I like I would give the nod to that one over under the red hood. 
But not Iron Man. Okay, but I guess what, what more more so what, like I literally just picked the first Marvel movie, and I feel like the first Marvel Studios movie can hold its own against almost any DC movie. It's not the best I, one. I it's think a more fair comparison maybe. What's the first? Like the first? Take the top five DC movies and the top five Marvel. See, but I look. I don't even think that's even a fair comparison. Like the. The best five, on five, five basketball game. The best five Marvel movies versus the best five DC movies? Because realistically, like the best five DC movies might have all happened like in like like in before definitely all of them are before two thousand, right? Well no, not if you count like the Oscar winning movies. Like what? Like the dark like the Dark Knight and, and Jonah Hex. Wait, or what would you say, Mo? Jonah Hex. Jonah Hex. That's a... <laughs> I mean, listen. Are we really gonna? Are we really gonna mess around and say Joker? Yeah, Joker's as a contender. Not, yeah. Joker's not a comic. I love movie. Joker. Yeah, but it's not yeah, a comic. Is it a DC movie? movie? I don't see why not. <laughs> I mean, let's let's put it like this. In other words, DC comics. Joker, would you know it was the Joker? Yeah, they call him Joker well, in the yeah, movie. That's an interesting question. Yeah, I mean, they go to Arkham Asylum. They talk about Bruce yeah, Wayne. But I would definitely know. That's all edited afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't the they question. Did the post. I mean, yeah, I would know. They they actually go out of their way to show you that it's Gotham. I don't know, man. Yeah, listen. There's like the the the, the cabs, the newspapers, jo- the Joker, the Joker. TV background. To me, Joker like, is basically they the did, Guardians it, of the Galaxy of the DC Universe. They basically go out of their way to show you it's Gotham, except give you a Joker. I mean, I gave you a DC... It's a DC movie. Like, it's a DC character. They have the DC logo there. It's not okay. a DC not the logo, character. but the DC in the credits. It's not a DC and, character. You know, like... So, so if the, we're talking the about the Joker top five... Joker is a DC character. The, the top five best DC movies, we're talking about... Okay, so we're talking about what... The 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 dark. We're talking about Joker. We're talking about dark. The Dark Knight Rise. I'm not 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 dark. Not Dark Knight Rise. I'm sorry. The Dark Knight. We're talking about what? Like Fantastic. Superman and and the orig- or the original Batman and what else? Batman Begins. Mask of the Phantasm. <laughs> Mask of the Phantasm. <laughs> but I mean, listen. I so okay. Phantasm I mean, is a great movie. No, Master Phantasm is a great movie. I just like just the I'm idea sentimental that, about that one. To me, that's like a perfect animated movie. Just just the fact that we're talking about like the top five movies and like four of them are all Batman movies by itself kind of like <laughs> can make you see that they're not doing as good as MCU, right? Yeah, totally. I mean that I, by itself I mean, Batman the moral story is Batman's awesome. Right, exactly, which is, I, I'm not disagreeing with that. I think we all know that that's true. But it's just like, if you talk about the top five Marvel movies, at the very least, it has more than one superhero in it. Because, I mean, I'm sure you're going to be talking about at least one Avengers five. movie. Huh? Depends on your top five, I guess. I'm like, not sure. My top five is all Batman. Your top five is all Batman? No, I said it isn't all Batman. Okay, yeah, right. So, and I'll I'll give you that, like, because you you were talking about some Justice League movies and Green Lantern and 
and such. So, okay. Uh, yeah. And that was so, so Superman 2 in there. Superman 2? I like 2. Okay. No, I mean, no, there's Zod in them. Is that Can't on HBO? Yeah. Do we count Constantine? <laughs> like Keanu Reeves? Yeah. Like as you good can, but you shouldn't. Like, yeah, it was a movie. Like, is it is it good? It good. I haven't seen it. No. It's good it's looking. It's not good enough to be in the top five of the DC movies. Yeah. But it is good looking. Like, the effects and shit are good. The, yeah. Even the dude that plays Papa Midnight, Look. like, I wish he would come back as that. If someone know, gives I mean, you a choice watching uh, Constantine or Max Payne, you should definitely go with Constantine. I mean, the Const- is the Constantine movie better than the TV show? It looks better. The TV show looks too bright and light, and like the actual like look of Constantine movie is good. Like if he just look, if it was the guy, the guy from the TV show in the movie with Ke- instead of Keanu Reeves, I think it would have like everybody be saying something different about this movie. Yeah, I mean uh, that could be true. Because it was, this was at the time that it wasn't like, oh, it's a comic book movie. Let's billions of people go see it. It's just like, okay, fans are gonna want to go see it. You know, it was a, it was a risk when they made it. Still, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it, it, and that, that's where the, the rap it gets the bad rap because more fans saw it than non-fans. If they would have made it today, everybody would have loved it. Everybody would have been a Constantine fan. I wish so is there any other news? I'm out. I don't have anything else either. All I right. had stuff, but Time nobody cares. Final thoughts. All right. Let's play I'll, final I'll thought said, music. I said he had news. Oh, wait. I had stuff. Nah, nobody cares. Oh, no. Go ahead, Oz. It was, uh, no, it was, it was Todd McFarlane, not updates. And... Oh, what did he say? Uh, on his Kickstarter. Mo hates that. So Yeah, what do you say? Good. What do you say? Yeah. Hey, I get more stuff now. Yay. Oh yeah, the the people that backed for all three get more more stuff? Not not just all three. Um like anybody getting the classic one now gets like a painted necrosword. There's all kind of like uh that what is it, necroplasm, necroplasma stuff. Yeah. Uh sponges. As well as the as well as the hand job um, uh, fist, the hand job fist. Wow. Yeah, where you could put like a dick in. I mean, the sword or the uh, or whatever in it. You gotta hold it. It looks like he's gonna give you a hand job. You know. You don't want to say. Well, Lawrence might not know. <laughs> what What's it up to at this point? Do you know? Uh no, I t- didn't think I'd be questioned. I closed all the windows. Like I wonder, like is he gonna hit three mil? It, he's at he's at least two point five because that was the last update was for the last stretch goal was for two point five. Damn, that's crazy. And when's it end? Forty six hours. 
from now? Oh, okay. So we're in the final stretch. So if you want it, you got to fund now. Yeah, I'm going to fund it tonight. Wow, it's up to 2.7. Damn, he's going to reach 3 mil. I don't know. In a day and a half or two days or whatever is left? I mean, dude, like, I feel like, you know, like the surges come at the beginning and the end, right? Yeah. Like the people that are like, oh, damn, only have 24 hours left. It's like, let me, you know, commit now. I like that in the description it says extra head, extra head. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, foil stamp comic book cover. Oh, a foil stamp. <laughs> that's that's some 90s stuff right there. <laughs> That's some nice gold shit. I will take a foil stamp comic any day. Yeah. That's some old some old classic, some vintage image. <laughs> like I know, I, all I needed to do is to be embossed embossed. <laughs> might be. I know Mo was all mad posting pictures of McFarlane playing with the prototype. <laughs> you yeah. are the prototype. I was mad because I wasn't going to get it, but now I'm going to get it, so I'm not mad. <laughs> Look, that stimulus check came in. <laughs> no, not even that. It's just, now I'm going to get it. <laughs> there it is. I'll just eat. Money Magnum's back, baby. No, I'll eat beans <laughs> for the next month. He's, <laughs> Mexican Magnum is back, baby. <laughs> it's like, my, my, Money Magnum ate his neighbor and took their money. <laughs> money Magnum. Hey, you didn't really need that second switch. <laughs> you know that shit still hasn't come. Jeez. Oh, All right. So is that it for your news on? Yeah, I guess. All right. Play the wrap up music and let's get at it. All right. Lloyd, why don't you give me some final thoughts, man? Uh, well, I'm excited to check out Crowded. So I'm going to hit that up and I'll get back to you with my thoughts. Yeah, man. Please do. All right. Jay, why don't you give us some final thoughts, buddy? Take yourself off mute first, though. Right. Um... May 27th, HBO Max, watching the train books one, two. There it is. Oscor, final thoughts. This soundboard is amazing if you don't need to broadcast out. (laughs) (laughs) Moses Money, Magnum, final thoughts. Uh, tune in tomorrow at 10 a.m. I'm going to review all 10 covers of Die, 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 number one. <laughs> With the ranking? Yeah. Also, another special shout out to Moses Magnum. Happy belated birthday again. The party continues. Happy the party birthday, continues. man. Happy birthday, Thank Mo. Woo. We love you, buddy. For the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you so much for hanging out with us. We do appreciate you. We'll be back tomorrow morning, so make sure you come tune in. Uh, if you have any any comments, any questions on the show, uh, hit us on our Instagram, Fantastic Forum at Instagram. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. 
Uh, otherwise, uh, this is Fantastic Forum, live only on allgames.com. <laughs>